Leading Britain's conversation. You're listening to a podcast of The Steve Allen Show from LBC. Au revoir, merci, uh, danke schön, good morning. None of that worked, did it really? I'm just, I'm just sort of trying to sort of pre-Brexit myself into it. I'm trying to get into the Brexit thing, but to be honest with you, between you, me and the gatepost, I'm not remotely bothered about it. I just want it to finish. I want it to finish very quickly. Uh, the Greatest Dancer, the television programme branded a Swiss. 14 minutes of dancing in a 70-minute programme. Typical Simon Cowell, padded out with loads of people and their boring stories. We don't care. We really don't care. Mind you, Gemma Collins fell over. There's the start of it. You watch, you watch. Lost weight. Didn't look as though she'd lost weight. I was expected to see some sylph-like person, but I didn't. Uh, the father of murdered toddler James Bulger has slammed the filmmakers. They're making a film about the murder of James Bulger. And they never even asked him. They never even asked him, which I thought was dreadful. The most common name for criminals is Daniel. Daniel is the most common name. So if your name's Daniel, the chances are you're a criminal. Well, that's what they say. And this is based on police statistics. Plus, the illegal aid fraudster ordered to pay back £22 million. He just made up names. Just made up names. But apparently he's not broken any rules, which is slightly disturbing. Plus, the uh, one of the last Dunkirk heroes has died aged 98 and uh, busted. They're a group, in case you had forgotten, are planning to re-record some of their biggest hits. And if you can name any of them, you're better than we were. We didn't do very well at all. Uh, Fleur East shelves her musical career, but nobody ever thought that was going anywhere. She's going to be a fitness instructor on this morning, because apparently after they saw her in the jungle doing fitness, they've now decided she's a fitness instructor. They obviously couldn't find out anything else for her. Soap bars are making a comeback. And uh, what else did somebody come? Oh, yes, Frank Bruno is in the paper today, blasting the racist trolls who branded him a monkey online. I mean, these you go to the police, Frank, with that. Don't faff around with the newspapers. Go straight to the police. Mind you, talking about faffing around with the newspapers, Noel Edmonds had a go at The Sun the other day after they printed a story on Sunday about him going to uh, New Zealand and uh, selling up the house. He said the house has been on the market for two years. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm not going to New Zealand, and I've already told them I'm not going to New Zealand. And I've got no idea why they ran it. So he named the journalist and said, you know, he said, I spoke to the journalist the other week and I told them. I'm not going to New Zealand, so why would they print a story like that? Because it's journalism. Uh, 84850, and uh, Jim says, uh, a big up to you for giving Sally Field free reign in what was a brilliant interview. I think because of the subject she was talking about, I knew nothing about it. Secondly, for the first time, I saw the love of your life, Gemma Collins. I think the love of everybody's life, isn't it, really? At first, I thought she was a ringer for Billy Two Rivers, and then she opened her mouth. Oh, my God. I know, it's like listening to a five-year-old. Uh, also, looking forward to the show tonight, says Donnie, going to Pizza Express beforehand. A bit concerned about an email. You can only bring small bags in. What am I going to do in my work bag? No, I don't even know if they've got... Dre- they must have dressing rooms. I don't know. I've never, I've never been there before. I know where it is, but I've never actually been in the theatre. I've had a look at the interior. Can you show me a picture of the interior of the theatre? I'm tempted to say, can you show me a picture of the dressing room or something? Because uh, I don't know, actually. Uh, have a nice rest this afternoon, says Noreen. Uh, it'll be nice seeing people I've met through you over the years. Yes, well, that's 400 of us crammed into the... Oh, there you go. That's quite nice, isn't it? That's quite nice, actually. It's quite, It's a lot bigger than I thought. It's much bigger than I thought. Nice, nice red plush seats. As long as the bar looks all right, you should all be OK for that one. And uh, there's an upstairs as well. Oh, it's a, it's a different theatre. I was going to say, where, where have they managed to find the upstairs from? The answer is there is no upstairs. Oh, it looks quite nice, doesn't it, really? Very nice. Oh, dear, I tell you. If you don't clap your hands very... Uh, I shan't come on. It's as simple as that. I want lots of hand clapping tonight. 
when they finally admit... Is there a dressing room there? I don't, we're not sure if there's a dressing room. I can't, I can't see a dressing room. Uh, let's have a quick... Oh, there might be, actually. They've got a museum, it says. Can't have a museum, can they? That uh, dressing room, no. There's, there's a building site as one of the pictures, which is very exciting. Oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be lovely. I don't... Oh, David O'Brien's got one. I don't know if he's... I think he's after me. Dave's doing his, his one-man show, I think. Uh, but I think... Uh, is he after... Yes, I think he's after me. I'm pretty certain. But uh, a lot of seats. Looks quite nice, doesn't it, when you've got all the seats there? I quite like that one. Look at that. Looks quite nice. When you dim the lights down. Looks quite nice. Being 400 people sitting there going, so that's what he looks like. Of course, there'll be about 100 of you there, or 200 of you going, we've seen him before. We've seen him before. It's, it's quite nice. It's, uh, it's a nice, nice venue. Because before we used the Hippodrome, but they've got Magic Mike, and I cannot compete with gyrating half-naked men. I mean, God knows I would have tried, but it's just totally wasted, I'm afraid. Uh, I'm not a gardener, says Mike, but I do talk to plants. Normally when I'm face down in the flower bed on the way back from the pub. But apparently plants respond. They've now got um, uh, evidence that plants... But I thought that was that they, they've done that before. Matt says you should try the foot-long sausage roll, which you can get in Morrison's. Great with... We don't have a Morrison's. Not, uh, not, not anywhere round my way. I can't think of where the nearest Morrison's are. There must be one in London, I suppose. Must be one in London. But uh, no, I haven't... Uh, I haven't... Uh, Managed to, to sort of... I think there must be one in Kingston. I seem to remember I've been to Kingston, actually, before now. And uh, Arnie says... Uh, the sick are forced to work because the medical assessment of bearers rejected be sick claimant. I'd rather do life than go on universal credit. See, I don't even know what that is. I've got no idea. I'm assuming it's some sort of benefit allowance, is it? Never, the new benefits. It's never going to apply to me, is it? Well, I don't think so. Unless all of a sudden something happens. Um, my... South Wimbledon. I'm not going to South Wimbledon, for goodness sake, honestly. My time of life. That's, that's a bus ride and everything to South Wimbledon. And Shane says, I forgot I had the UK prison TV series Bad Girls. Rewatched it again. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm. Well, that sounds nice, doesn't it? I never saw Bad Girls. I never saw it. I, I wished I'd seen There were so many good series on the... T- I fell asleep in front of the television yesterday. How bad was that? And you won't believe it. I tipped my plate of food all over myself again. I've decided I am accident prone. I've decided there must be things because did I tell you about the other day with with the sausages? Did I tell you about the sausages? I bought these new frying pans a short while ago. They're these stoneware frying pans, which you can't scratch. You can't do anything with. And so I thought if I pop one on on the hob, turn it up full, full, full base and all the rest of it and cook some little tiny cocktail sausages, which if you heat them, they they go and it's it's quite a big frying pan this one it's it's a it's a good I don't know twenty inch it's whatever it's a big frying pan I should have used a smaller one but I didn't and uh, sort of I was sort of happy and I was looking at the sausage and shaking the pan put it on there and then because my it's it's on top of the oven and the oven was half open okay so the door is half half down don't ask me why I've got no idea and as I move towards the sausages my hand knocks the frying pan handle which in turn knocks the frying pan off the hob, misses my foot by inches, but comes to rest on a plastic bag. The plastic bag promptly melts around the frying pan and all the sausages empty themselves into the oven. So I pick up the frying pan, which is now covered with a plastic bag, 
which has moulded itself onto it, so that was completely ruined. And the sausages were completely, you know, just useless. I had to pick them up off the... Oh, it was ghastly. Dreadful. And I thought then, as, as it was happening, I was sort of thinking to myself, am I really accident-prone? And, and I think I think I must be. Yesterday, I was come, yesterday, day before, I come in here, and I spill the tea down as I'm trying to open the door, down my new jacket. What is going on? I mean, if I make it actually onto the stage this evening... You know, without tripping over. That'll be the next thing. I haven't burnt myself. I don't think so, no. <laughs> Phil Vickery says, you and Cookers, Steve, not a good combination. You're up early this morning. Ten past four. Good grief. What are you doing at ten past four up? You must be doing something on the telly if you're doing something, if you're up at this time of the morning. Lovely time, though. It's actually very, it's quite mild out there. Nice, nice walk. Do you know I saw two people walking through Twickenham the other day? Twickenham, mind you, in green wellies. I was thinking, if we were in the countryside and it was Henley, then I could understand it, but not in Twickenham. You know, we're not exactly sort of Richmond or Richmond Hill or something like that, or walking through Richmond Park, but they were both wearing matching green wellies. Never seen anything like it in ages and ages. Can you speak horse? Not uh, like that, but I mean, can you actually communicate with horse? Like, no, nay, I can't. Uh, very funny. Very funny. That's why he's that side and not this side. But actually, do you remember there used to be that woman years ago and she would she would pat the horse's thing and then she'd blow up its nose. I mean, she, she, like that, and the horse would go. I mean, quite clearly, it was quite uh, it was quite traumatic for the horses. But I think she was sort of a horse whisperer because I've seen horse whisperers before. And what they do is and I thought it was quite clever. I've never realised before. They turn their back on the horse and walk away and the horse follows them. The horse follows them. I've seen, I've seen some, some lovely horse whispers. Very clever, actually. Uh, Steve, looking forward to later. Watch Dancing on Ice. Arjun and Ola in the audience cheering the GC. Uh, and uh, also James Jordan was on there. God, he's a bore, isn't he? But he did better out of anybody. Still don't like him. And the GC, as I say, can't be long, can it, before her and that overweight boyfriend uh, sort of depart this mortal coil and go and find another show to bore. Uh, is Anne Whittacombe coming tonight? I'm not allowed to mention the names of people who might or might not be coming. <laughs> Amanda in Kingston says, I'm bringing my mum along to the show tonight. Really looking forward to it. Yes, I mean, I'm, look- I'm looking forward to it myself, actually. And, um, oh, do you know what Phil Vickery's cooking this morning, for, for this morning? Jam roly-poly for Harry Redknapp. I could eat a jam roly-poly now. With some nice, is it? Is it with? Are you supposed to have it with? Are you having it with custard, or would you have it with ice creams? I think it has to go with custard. Custard and and jam roly poly go really well together. Although I told you the other day I had fruit mandarin segments. God, they were nice. God, they were nice. I ate a whole pot of them. I poured the juice off. I didn't want to eat the juice. And so I poured, poured that off. But uh, mandarin segments. I kept trying to kid myself that they're actually good. Lee says, when one plant is sad, what do the other plants do? Photosympathise. Oh, God, I'll ban him immediately. Oh, is it a woman? I can't remember if this was a woman. I'm, I'm, this might actually be a woman. We've, we've been confused by this one before. I'm pretty certain, actually, that Lee is a woman. <laughs> Either way, we don't want that, that kind of standard. Thank you on the programme this morning. Uh, also, um, as I said, the most common name for criminals is Daniel. So if you, if you know a Daniel... And the chances are they uh, they might be a bit of a team. Oh, steamed roly-poly, not baked. And it's it's custard. Custard, how lovely. Steamed roly-poly. Ooh, that sounds quite... I could eat that now, actually. 
What could I really eat now? What could I really, really eat now? Jam roly-poly. It's got to be a steamed pudding. My mother used to do good steamed puddings. And um, I thought you were ambidextrous, Steve, in that you can do knackle with both hands. Ambidextrous. Does ambidextrous mean you can do it with both hands? What? Oh, you can use both hands. Well, I've been always using both hands, but I bet you can't write with your left hand. No, you can't. Why is it we can't do that? I can write with my right hand. Try and do it with your left hand. It looks like you've sort of got some sort of dreadful... But ambidextrous people... My father wrote backwards. You ever heard of that one? He wrote backwards. So he was, he was left-handed. He started on the right-hand side and moved back in again. Do you know what I mean? So if he was writing a checkout, he would start with the surname and then... And so it went like that. And also I know people who do mirror writing. In other words, they, they write and then you hold it up to a mirror and you can read it, but you can't read it normally. You ever heard of that? Have you been out before? Where have you been? Where have you been, honestly? I thought you'd know about things like that. And ambidextrous means you can, so you can use both hands. <laughs> what a godsend that could be. Uh, how fantastic. <laughs> what? I'm just merely pointing out, you know, you could be sort of painting with one hand and pruning roses with the other. What a brilliant idea. Oh, I want to be ambidextrous. Why can't I be ambidextrous? Why is it only certain selective people are ambidextrous? I might use that as my theme tonight. Uh, oh, no, Lee is a male truck driver. Oh, have you got lights in the cab? <laughs> you know last year, don't you? Oh. And James says, when you say there's a Morrison's in Kingston, do you mean Kingston-upon-Hull? Of course not. Kingston-upon-Thames, down the road from me. Huge Huge place, huge place. Big shopping centre in the middle. Lovely. Some, one of my friends... Uh, oh, no, I can't tell you. I just realised. I can't tell you because somebody could be listening. Uh, what else we got? What else? Uh, Noel issuing a statement. May in Brexit blast at Tory rebels. And there are new prison rules allowing drinking and sex in cells. I thought they've always been allowed to do that. They've always shown us pictures, haven't they? Here's us in our cells with our little tiny phones and all our booze and syrup and everything. It's like a holiday camp in there. Kevin says, why don't you invite all the Kevins as your guests on your show tonight? Oh, Lord, no. I hope, hope there's nobody called Daniel in the audience. That'd be embarrassing, wouldn't it? Daniel, you know, the police will be there straight away. Uh, I didn't want to mention uh, Wayne Rooney, nicked for, for boozing in America, because I think he's got enough disasters in his life as it is. But he said he was taking medication. He was coming back on a private plane from Dubai, I believe. And... Um, and then he gets nicked because he started becoming a little bit leery. Because sometimes if you've got medicine that you're on, uh, it doesn't quite, doesn't quite work with alcohol. And so he had some alcohol. But in America, they, he was done for this thing. It's not, he, he was released almost immediately. They take them in and then what they do is uh, they fine you $25, I think. Uh, Donnie says, is there an interval tonight? I don't think so. No, I don't think. Normally we, we run straight through. Normally we run straight through. Uh, thank you, says Mary, for your reminders to go see 42nd Street. Managed to get to it on Saturday afternoon, the next-to-last performance. It was truly wonderful. <laughs> I'd give my right hand to be ambidextrous, Steve. Thank you. Stop it. Don't encourage people. Makes them worse. Oh, time check. Time. Look at that, honestly. I was only looking a minute ago. I'm sure it only said ten past. But uh, now it says, because loads of you are back to work today, so no excuses. You need to get up, get yourself, like, like Phil Vickery, like Phil Vickery, get up, get ready. And so, can you imagine, honestly, all the ferns upstairs and there's all this crashing and banging in the kitchen? You know, and, he, and she, what are you doing? 
Jam roly-poly. Oh, God. <laughs> you can imagine, can't you? I quite like that idea. You're listening to a podcast from LBC. Morning, everybody. Nice to have your company. Monday, back to work. Yes, no, please. Oh, yes, you've got to go. You've got to go. Joe is in uh, Chile, Lapland, hoping to see the Northern Lights this week. We saw them every night. I didn't have any problem seeing the Northern Lights in Lapland because you're inside the Arctic Circle. And uh, it's lovely to watch. It really is lovely, but it's, just, it's I can't remember what it is now. Is it gases or something? It's gases in the atmosphere. Anyway, it's lovely. It's lovely. Uh, Ian says, do you remember when the TV soap El Dorado was touted to be the next big thing? Big thing. Yes, I do. Polly Perkins was in it, and they built a set. And every, I interviewed a few few cast members, and it just didn't work, did it? There's been a few. Albion Market was another one that didn't take off either. There's been there's been all sorts of soaps over the years. I mean, I, I quite liked El Dorado. They had somebody in a wheelchair. There was a girl in a wheelchair, who really was in a wheelchair. She was an actress who happened to be disabled, and it was it was hailed as being sort of quite quite groundbreaking. Uh, but any of the plots, I can't begin to tell you. Uh, Richard from Awesome Bath. I don't know if that's his bath is awesome or bath itself. Uh, says listening whilst in the gym in Kenya. Kenya, good grief! Do you know I was watching, you know that song which is the Ethiopian. Is it the Baba uh, And um, and there's a load of people actually, uh, and I think they're from the Mormons. I think they're all singing some some lads over there, and. Uh, and it's it's really good actually. This is the Soweto, uh, I think, choir on this one. There's no end of versions of it. Seriously. So good. Seriously, I can listen to this hundreds and hundreds of times. There's something lovely about it. And when you hear them all coming, here we go. It's so good, isn't it? I don't know why it's so good. Is it because it's being sung in another language that we find it interesting? Yesterday we did the Ding Dong song in Chinese. And then we found... All they had when they did this American choir was two drummers drumming out the beat. And it was really good, but there's about hundreds of versions on, uh, on YouTube. So go check it out. And, uh, and if you learn it by the end of the programme, I'll get your ticket for tonight. <sighs> no chance. Although somebody did actually say to me there is a waiting list for tickets for tonight. That's a bit appealing, isn't it? I hope it... Well, I don't know how that's going to work, but anyway. Uh, did you watch the programme about the French girl murdered in Twickenham Green, says Port? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Unfortunately, I was in bed. And, uh, and also, I knew all about it anyway. Because I knew the person who owned the bar where she'd been drinking. Uh, Steve Green, Wellygogs in Twickenham. Bother boots, some more Duriger for that area, aren't they, says Mike. Well, no, dainty shoes, I think, for Twickenham. I've never seen anybody walking through town in, in wellies before. Unless they've come from a farm somewhere. I, can't, I couldn't think how that was it. Uh, how did that American do the throwing a pack of cards at a shop window and the chosen card was stuck to the other side of the glass? Yes, I know. It's clever, isn't it, really? There's another one. I, I like the other magician who puts his hand into a... He's in a jewellery shop and he puts his hand straight through the glass to pick something up for this woman. And then uh, and the glass reheals itself. I like watching things like that. Very clever. I also like the other one where they've got the bloke with his head and all of a sudden his head drops halfway down his body and he's holding it in his hands. That's quite freaky. I like stuff like that. Uh, so how many begging letters do you get if you win 114 million? Hundreds. 
Hundreds and hundreds. And they basically said to them, just burn them. The trouble is you've got all your other post, which is in with it. So you've got to kind of, you've got to kind of sort of rescue your post and then sort of sort out all the other, I mean, the begging letters. I mean, I can't imagine why anybody would ever write to anybody saying, listen, you've just won 114 million. Could I have some of that money? So you have to ignore it. You have to ignore it. I can remember one, one year, I told you, we, we gave away turkey vouchers. We had vouchers for a butcher, now long since defunct, uh, defunct, called Dewhurst. And they gave us books and books to give away on the programme. So we gave away, uh, and I think each voucher was worth 150 quid. And you could go into your Dewhurst and you could have steak or sausages or a turkey or all sorts of things. And we had people phoning up. Uh, sort of saying, oh, I've never had turkey for Christmas. And they had to be quite ruthless on the phone and say, well, you're not having any this year either. <laughs> because we, only had, we had a certain amount to give away, but it was, it was terribly popular, terribly popular. I think the Mormon show was Uganda. Yes, I normally, I live in Bath, says Richard in Kenya. Have the best day. Oh, I hope so today. Loads of people going back to work. Loads of people going back to work. A few people back in here who've been off since, uh, since Christmas. Tom Swarbrick was back uh, last night. Seemed in a fairly good mood. Ian, Ian Dale and Farage back today. Wow. God, everybody's back to. Of course, we've been here all the time. But uh, other people had an extended break over the festive season. But I think as well, in the high street, there'll be a lot of people probably going back to work for the first time, which is OK. It's OK. It'll take a while to get back into it, though, if you've had this much time off. Uh, soap bars are making a comeback. Oh, yuck. Oh, yuck. Because it's, uh, you don't have to worry about the plastic and squirting. Because I haven't used soap in the best part of 45 years. I use liquid soap. You know, if, if you're having a shower gel, you don't use a bar of soap, do you? I mean, I can't remember the, the time I actually stood under a shower with a bar of soap. You'd end up with nothing in your hands apart from mush. So we automatically use shower gel. And it's much easier to wash your whole body in, in shower gel than anything else. Chris Tarrant, back on track after his stroke. He did seriously think, he, he did think to himself, this is it. This is it. And busted, planning to... Uh, re-record some of their biggest hits. So I don't know any of Busted's hits. I just know that they sort of jumped and Matt Willis is in the group and then Charlie left. And, and that was it. Steve, Gemma Collins, so funny, says Dorman Don. And, uh, and Steve, I remember being brought up on a diet of soaps as my mother insisted on watching every one. Take the High Road, The Sullivans and Crossroads, which at the time was as big as EastEnders. Oh, it was. The sets that moved. The sets that moved in Crossroads. And Amy Turtle... Would you like a tea now? <laughs> the whole thing was just... And sometimes she forgot her lines. And they just sort of all stood there. I think Acorn Antiques was based very much on, on Crossroads. Very funny. Very funny at the time. Anyway, uh, so we take all your texts and uh, emails. If you saw The Greatest Dancer, what, was, it, was it worth watching? Or was it another disaster? And if you watch the, uh, the Dancing on Ice thing, how, how slowly really were they going? And is it speeded up? Also, uh, I've got The Secret to Living a Healthier happier life, which is, I suppose, what we can all hope for. And uh, the grandmother fined 50 quid for having a dog lead that was too long. Because I've heard of these before. These are these, you hold it and it sort of comes out sort of like one of those tape measure kind of things. And uh, yes, if you speak horse, plus the NHS says we will save 500,000 more lives every year. Good. I always have every faith in the NHS. I never understand people who knock it. I have every faith. Certain certain newspapers think it's great to knock the NHS, but uh, until they're ill, of course. Uh, do you think Cheryl looks very thin, says Jackie? She's always looked like that. Always looks like that. She's, I mean, she's, she's sort of emaciatedly thin. 
And also, she just doesn't say anything, does she? She's of no interest to anybody. I'd rather listen to Jason Gardner than I would of her. And Lee says, my father always told everyone I had my hair cut at Dewhurst after my mother had butchered it. Oh, God, honestly, it gets worse and worse. My mother used to do my hair years ago with a bowl. She put a bowl on your head and then cut round it. So we all looked, you know, slightly odd. Slightly odd. Little Julie says, I've taken the day off today. Can't bring a large bag into the theatre later. So hopefully I won't accidentally buy something I see in the sales. Yes, I don't think they have the facility. I don't know, actually, because, as I say, I've never played the theatre before. So it'll be a bit of a bit of a turnaround for us, won't it? You're listening to a podcast from LBC. Morning. Shane says, listen to Ladysmith Black Mambazo. Oh, I know them very well because they backed Paul Simon with the diamonds on shoes. Very relaxing. Uh, Love your show, says uh, Shane. Thank you. And Kevin says, I remember back in the 70s when I slipped on a bar of soap and hurt my knee. My mum says, that's life, boy. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Jack says, I watch both dancing shows, Steve. Both boring. Just my opinion, though. Yeah, I mean, I I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know why they actually think that anything with Cheryl's in is going to rate. I've got no idea. And also, you know, all we've heard about from the the dancing programme is... uh, is two people. As far as I know, there's nobody else on there. It was it was James Jordan they were talking about because he actually did very well on the first one. But there again, he is a dancer. All he has to do is learn to do it on ice, and he obviously did. And Gemma Collins, who quite clearly is just fit for nothing at all. I, I seriously don't know why they book her. Do they book her because she gets loads of coverage in the papers because people are laughing at her, which is a shame. Uh, Eddie says, where do you get your energy from at this time in the morning? I'm a regular early riser for work, 4.20, but lately I've been struggling. Winter makes it harder. Does it? Oh, well, there you go. Um, I don't know. Depends what time you go to bed. I mean, you can't go to bed at midnight and then get up and bounce your way through a programme. Well, I don't think you can. I haven't. Although tomorrow I'll be trying to disprove that theory. I'm going to be in such a, such a state tomorrow, but never mind. It'll be, it'll be fine, actually. And Philip says, up early, practising getting used to... Early shifts for my job next week. Been off work since April last year. Oh, my God. Oh, you've got to climb. You've got an uphill climb, really. Because it's, it's not, if, if, if you're not used to getting up early in the morning, or in, in my case, lasting at night. So I was up last night. What time did I get up, actually? In fact, later than usual. I was a lot later. I got up about half past 11 and then had a little lie. I like to have a shave and then a lie down on the set. I had a little lie down in here as well. I didn't feel very well when I woke up. I don't know why, only just sort of briefly. Perhaps it's nerves. I don't know. Uh, Wayne Rooney, front page of uh, a lot of the papers because he uh, he enjoys a drink. His, his hair is so funny. I don't know what it is. Is it a weave? Is it What is it? What is it? It's a bit like Davy Boy Beckham's hair, isn't it, really? But he was uh, arrested by armed police for being drunk at Washington Airport. Well, they're all armed. They, haven't, you know, they make it sound like, get on the floor, get on the floor. You know, it wasn't anything like that at all. He downed booze and sleeping tablets on a flight from Saudi Arabia. His spokesman claimed the drink and pills, pills left him disorientated. Well, I can understand that. I'm, I'm erring on the side of caution. Seriously. Uh, also, what's this one here? This one here. Oh, this. I mean, they've done pages and pages on him. His struggle to keep clean sheet off the field and all this kind of... It was only, it's only a $25 fine, for goodness sake. There's not a lot going on. It was, he was on a private jet coming back in, and then obviously somebody said something, and he, he kicked off. You know, that's that's the way it goes. Also, a Saudi teenager in all the papers today being detained at an airport fears her family will kill her if she's returned home. She has renounced Islam. She fled from relatives last week while on a trip to Kuwait, detained in Bangkok whilst waiting to fly to Australia and claim asylum, due to be sent home today. 
An official said a Saudi woman seeking asylum had been denied entry to Thailand and was being held at the airport. Human Rights Watch Asya said Rahaf openly says her father will kill her. What's so hard for UN agencies to understand? God. If it, if it has the word religion in it, it, I mean, all sorts of strange things happen, don't they? Uh, Cheryl's new talent show. It's not Cheryl's new talent show. It's not the main presenter. You couldn't have, ever risk her being the main presenter. I feel a bit sorry for the father of Jamie Bulger, Ralph Bulger, who's been who's branded detainment, which has been tipped as a potential Oscar winner, offensive and claimed it was too sympathetic to the pair who attacked his boy. I mean, they didn't even ask him. I don't, you know, it's... It's in the public domain, so I suppose you don't really have much much choice, really. Fleur East, obviously, you know, she's sort of she's famous for nothing, not famous for anything. She didn't win, did she? I don't think so. She didn't win the uh, the. Uh, she was on uh, oh Inch Loss Island. She's doing for ITV's uh, this morning, and she says I'm getting whisked away and be following this morning viewers on their weight loss journey. Why do they always put somebody who's never been fat on there? You know, it's it's sort of you know they, they don't they don't quite understand what's sort of going on, but uh, she was friendly with Harry, so uh, Holly Willoughby back with Pip Schofield for the first time since she co-hosted I'm a Celebrity. Well, they've just uh, it was ridiculous. They've just done the Dancing on Ice program together, but uh, it'll be interesting that these people going to Inchloss Island will be taking on a number of challenges: kayaking, zipline challenge, float fit, and aqua aerobics. Obviously, her singing career is bottomed out completely completely gone. So they've got to think of something else for her so she can earn money. Uh, also, a man with skin cancer has got to wear a mask, put on Factor 50 sun cream and cover up fully just to go outside. Needs £100,000 for private treatment. He's raised 63000 so far. Perhaps that nice couple in Ireland. <laughs> no good writing. They'll just burn. They'll just burn the letter, which is a shame, really. And uh, also three stars from Ian Highland for The Greatest Dancer. Which isn't, isn't particularly brilliant, actually, is it? And uh, what else do we have? This is uh, da, 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 uh, Hugh, uh, Lily James, uh, Noel Edmonds. Incensed, he said no deal to Brexit. His own, that is. I like Noel. If you ever work for him, he's, he's, he's great fun, seriously. He's a radio person as well. Uh, Steve, roll on Christmas again. Roll on Pancake Day, Easter, Mother's Day. I think Gemma Collins says Francis would make a great Diana Dawes. Not sure about the acting. Yes, I don't know. And uh, the American lady from Greece. Yes, she could. She could. She's certainly the oldest there. Certainly the oldest. Regarding, uh, regarding the greatest dancer, says Jackie. I don't know what Cheryl and the others were doing there. As the audience decided, one of the panel kept madly jigging about. One of the contestants was awful. I think he was only on there as he fancied Cheryl. And uh, he had a partner. Yes, I'd, I mean, to be honest with you, it was interesting. I couldn't care less what, what programme she turns up on. She's not particularly good at it. And uh, Tom says, do you agree with me that many people with, chavs, uh, with tattoos are chavvy and common? No, no, obviously you can't do a, a sweeping generalisation. 99% of them, of course. Uh, I agree, Cheryl, says Joanne. Very boring. Thank goodness she's beautiful. The cold tap's not working, is it, next door? Does he know that? Did you get the cold tap working? No, it doesn't work. Broken. The cold tap round there's working. In the other kitchen. Is shorter. Uh, I can't believe. Yeah, great. But nobody voted for that amazing ballet dancer on the uh, the dance show. Also, Cheryl kept it quiet. She went to the Royal Ballet School. Yeah, she was just a day girl for about three years from the age of nine. So it doesn't really count at all. Really doesn't count. But she does, it doesn't really matter. She was on there and she's. Uh... Woo wee. Look at this. 
cold water. Is it cold? Uh, oh. oh, it's nice. Do you know, I'm, I'm th- I imagine this must be like being in the desert, you know, where you haven't had anything for ages. And then all of a sudden you get, I know, all of a sudden you get cold water. You go, water, water. It's like, you know, oh, delicious. Oh, it's lovely, isn't it? I should, be, I should be off to the toilet in about two minutes. You watch. You, you count how many minutes it goes. Uh, Steve, this series of Dancing on Ice is utterly addictive viewing. It can only be a matter of time before the cracks beneath Gemma Collins and she plops into the pond below. Oh, if only. If only. We couldn't be that lucky. I'm just, they, they keep going about, oh, she's lost all this weight. I've not noticed it. There's a lovely picture of the attention-seeking Beckhams again. She looks, I mean, he looks as though he's caring for her. She's looking thinner and thinner. They're doing sort of a, a sort of a kissy kissy picture, which is staged, as you can tell. And they say it was a very public display of affection. No, it wasn't. No, it absolutely wasn't. They've sort of got. They managed to find them sitting in front of a red rose in a vase. It's so stagey. She's looking like an old woman with these dreadful outfits, and he just looks so he hasn't bothered. He's, he's wearing, well, in my paper, it could be wrong though, isn't it? It looks like he's wearing a vest. All these tattoos up his neck and everything else. Poor souls, honestly. Never mind. Uh, Steve, I remember back in the 70s when companies like Ktel or Ronco would bring some crazy, crazy gadget ideas like the buttoneer. One item was advertised to save pounds on air cuts. I remember it. I remember it. It had teeth on it with a razor blade. I used to use it all the time. But the first time I used it, it took out half the hair. So I, I stopped using it immediately because I thought, oh, no, don't want that. So I, I, it was, um, I remember it, it was like um, a sort of an off-white plastic with a razor blade in it, and you apparently combed your hair, and as you combed, it thinned your hair out. It was terribly naff, but we all bought it. I bought, I bought Buttoneer, I bought the record cleaner, I bought, uh, oh God, I bought everything. Mm. Oh, uh, how about an in conversation with Gemma Collins, Katie Price, Peter Andre, and Victoria Beckham? How about you go boil your head? You know, let's all come and watch that. Far more entertaining, I think. All these people, why would I want to do an in-conversation with Gemma Collins? She can't speak. Katie Price, she really can't speak. Peter Andre is just naff. And Victoria Beckham, I've done before anyway. So, you know, I love it when people sort of suggest things. Oh, why don't you, what was the one the other week from that peculiar person who went, oh, why don't you take phone calls? And I thought, well, you don't contribute anything to them. So why would we bother? Why would we bother? The GC will stay really close to her partner, says Andy. Uh, mainly because she's so big, she has her own gravitational force. Well, I think, I mean, he's, he's the expert, isn't he? He is the expert, and it's his... I mean, there's no way she's going to win it. All this, you know, I'm going to own it because I'm like the GC. It's like it's like listening to a three-year-old. It was like watching the other day. Uh, Roman Kemp and his dad were on uh, with Stephen Mulhern and... Uh, who else was on? Larry and George Lamb were on it. They're always very good value. And then they had some NAFO from, uh, from the Essex programme. And it was Mark Wright's sister. Claim to fame, she's Mark Wright's sister, the most boring person on the programme, who dragged her poor mother Carol on there, who must be about 70 by the look of her. She looked a bit like Nanny Watsit, who sort of passed over some time ago. I mean, I don't know where you get bad skin from, but she was wearing the wrong makeup. You'd think, actually, seeing as her daughter cakes it on, and it was they didn't really contribute very much at all. I think, I think they, they'd obviously peaked when they were on TOWIE. Shane says, just had hot cross buns and I've still got a Christmas pudding left. Could you believe it? I could, actually. I like the idea of Christmas pudding. A little bit of Christmas pudding. You don't need much, though, do you? Very, very filling. Christmas pudding is, like, really, really filling. And uh, if you are going to... Oh, look, nice picture. This is uh, Kate. 
out in the cold. She was wrapped up in a blue £3,000 Catherine Walker coat. How can a coat be £3,000? Ridiculous. They went to Sandringham. She previously wore it in Oslo last uh, February. She always looks gracious. She always looks gracious. Oh, they're, they're, they're still running with that story that I did yesterday. They think the Queen is going to make Meghan Markle patron of the National Theatre. What she knows about the National Theatre, I've got no idea. Uh, did you know KTEL is a Canadian company? I wasn't even aware it was still going. I mean, is, is KTEL still going? What do, they, what, do they, what do they make? They are still going. Heavens above, you see, you learn something new every day. I know a Daniel, Steve. He's my uh, arthritis physiotherapist, and he's gorgeous. Yes. Oh, right. Do you know they were filming something the other day on the television? And I suddenly realised where it was they were filming. They were filming in Twickenham. It was, it was a, I can't remember what it was, actually, because they filmed down by Twining House, which is on the little road that runs parallel to the river. And I went, oh, and then it cut to somewhere else. But because I knew where the first place was, I thought, oh, that's interesting, isn't it? They do a lot of filming in, in Twickenham. It's very popular, very popular. Doubles up for all sorts of places. Uh, they've even filmed Little Britain down there as well, which is very nice. But uh, you can tempt me with a hot cross bun this morning. I could definitely go for that. You're listening to a podcast from LBC. Read the filming, you notice, was the programme called Manhunt. I've got no idea. I just happened to, I was looking at it thinking, I wonder what that is. And, uh, and then all of a sudden I thought, oh, I know exactly what that is. I've spotted that, I've used that little cut through loads and loads of times. But then it went into another road, so I was never too sure. So uh, if Tracy says it was Manhunt, then it was Manhunt. And if it was around the Twickenham area, that is, that is the place. Uh, my old uh, Dewhurst butcher was a gambling man. Oh, I'm not doing that joke. That's so old, I can't even begin to tell you. <laughs> uh, is spit and polish an actual style, says Jim? I don't know, actually. You've asked, you've asked something none of us know. Spit and polish. I thought it was a look. I thought it was a, I didn't. I didn't realise it was an actual style. I can't, oh, I don't know. You, now you've asked us. That's something for, uh, for Dave O'Brien, isn't it? He would know that. Spit and polish. I thought, was that... Wait a minute, isn't that to do with shoes? Where you sort of spat on them and then sort of polished it up, isn't it? I could only, I could only guess on that one. If you know the answer, uh, then help us out and then Jim will be a much, uh, much happier person. Apparently Gemma Collins has taken a tumble in training. <laughs> Mike says the Isle of Wight is about to be engulfed by the resultant tsunami. Yes, she's, she has admitted she's fallen over, but she said, I didn't need the ambulance. And I thought, oh, she's setting the she's setting her, her stall out, isn't she? Lemon curd, roly poly, and custard. Very nice, says Ian. I think I got it from M and S. Never seen it in there. Lemon curd, roly poly. Oh, you like the sound of that, do you? Oh, right. Producer's gone gone big style on that one. And Donnie says you have been to the Sky Garden in Fenchurch Street. Well worth a visit. Excellent views of the city. No cost to get up there, but you do need to book. No, I haven't, actually. I don't think I've ventured to Fenchurch Street at all. There you go. Spit and polish, says David. Cleaning army boots. That's what I thought it was. That's what I thought it was. And then Paul and Wayne say, if you took calls, your show would be too slow. The pace and rhythm is just perfect. It is for getting up at this time of the morning. You know, if, if you're one of those sort of people suffering with, oh, I can't get up in the morning. I've, I've, some people are terrible at getting up. Because once you're in bed, you've got the duvet. And how many people use sheets now on their bed? Hardly anybody. You use sheets? Oh, do you? Oh, right. Oh. I thought everybody had a duvet. I thought nowadays, duvet. Much easier. Oh, sheet underneath, obviously. Duvet on the top. Yeah, but I mean, 
you haven't got actual sheets on your bed, like, you know, a sheet over the top of you. Oh, right. Because that's what we had when we were little. And you, your mother would make the beds. But nowadays, you just straighten out the bottom sheet and then throw, throw the duvet over the top. Yeah. It's quite nice, actually. I remember the first time I got a duvet. I'm old enough to remember that, you know, duvets came in in my lifestyle. People saying, oh, they use these in, uh, where did they say? Norway and places like that and Sweden. And I remember thinking, how lovely. We got, and then I, I got my first duvet. And it was just like so easy. You just threw it over yourself. And then I bought, what did I, oh, we had this argument before, didn't we? The, um, the Siberian goose duvet. And people said there's no such thing as a Siberian goose. It could be something else. I don't know. Whatever it is, it works for me. And it's not, not very heavy. Spit and polish. It's just a way to shine your shoes or boots to a high gloss finish, says David and Brentwood. Yeah, it's polishing Royal Navy Brogues or Army boots from the Dell Man. Thank you. I thought it was that. I seem to remember hearing it. My dad would. But my, my dad used to do his shoes with a mirror shine on them. And so he would melt the polish. He would melt the, uh, the polish in the tin. I mean, who uses polish now? Does anybody use polish? You either use that s- squirty stuff, which comes with a little sort of spongy thing at the end of the thing, or you've got one of those big things which is impregnated with some sort of shiny, shiny stuff. Nobody uses I mean, we used to have a shoe cleaning box years ago, which had brushes and, and, and uh, kiwi shoe polish for brown shoes, for black shoes, for everything. Not anymore. It's all gone out, isn't it, really? All disappeared. All disappeared. Uh, Fiona Phillips is giving you 21 ways to make you feel 10 years younger. And look, it can't wait to devour this one. And it's everything from mindset matters to social networking, memory loss, mental workouts. I can't do mental workouts. I can't, I can't do. Is it Sudoku? I can't do that at all. I've got no idea how that works. Seriously, anything that's got the word money written into it, I'm just absolutely blooming useless. Absolutely useless. I could, I could never use... The one thing we used to have at school was a slide rule. And I, I had one in my, in my little pencil case. But to be honest with you, I had no idea how it, how it worked. And they'd go, oh, you can add up and multiply and do all... T- and, oh, right, OK, fantastic. Uh, Steve, my DAB radio display has a running ticker. A running ticker. It's still showing Darren Adams broadcasting at 4.50am, playing havoc with my OCD. Oh. See, I, don't, I can't control things like that. Somebody says, where's, where's Scottish boy? Scotland. He's in Scotland at the moment. He's staying up there. Another one of his mythical Christmas visits. You know, the Christmas visit where we sort of, we go up there. It's not Christmas, but he calls it Christmas. So that's what it, it's like, sort of, where is Scottish boy, where is Tory boy? You know, things, it's, it's, it's roughly akin to that, isn't it, really? No, he's, he's, he's in a fairly good mood this morning. You know, not to say, phew, difficult to tell, really. He's sort of roughly the same day in, day out. Didn't get your hair cut, did you? No, back needs tidying. You know, I'm just sort of saying, you know. It's, it's the only bit you never see. I don't know why they ever show you the back of your hair in a hairdresser. They go to the front, you go, yeah, it's fine. Then they take the mirror and show you back. When have you ever walked out of the house and gone, oh, my, the back of my hair. God, I hope it's all right. Because people see you. If you're sitting on the bus, they're sitting right behind you. I sat on a woman's handbag the other day. <laughs> she wasn't at all happy. And somebody, somebody wanted to go and sit down, but I got the seat first. I've decided I don't care now. I've decided I'm allowed to be Victor Meldrew. I can get very grumpy. It's great. Uh, You're not going to believe it, says Connie. But this year, on your birthday, me and my family are going to the O2 Arena to see Blue Planet 2 in concert. I love the theatre. Blue Planet 2. That sounds nice, doesn't it? That's just like going to a cinema, isn't it? And it's just you seeing it on a big screen. They're not going to bring a whale in, are they, on Blue Planet 2? 
Are they? You could probably do it in a hologram. You could probably create a hologram, I should imagine. Oh, how fabulous. That sounds lovely, actually. Uh, Anna says, my first husband, ex-army, used to polish all our shoes till they were mirror-like. Yeah, that's what it is. And uh, also, says Monica, time to shout at people, reminding it's just a normal day. Very lazy today. I know, the trains have been beautifully empty. Beautifully empty. I love empty trains. I really do. Eric Cantona has bizarrely claimed his infamous kung fu kick on a fan wasn't me. Oh. The Frenchman launched into the attack on Crystal Palace supporter Matthew Simmons after being sent off. He was later banned for nine months by the FA. And then he said to his... Uh, Cantona said at the time, his victim had said, F off back to France. They're getting worse, these fans. There was a Chelsea fan banned for ages for using uh, homophobic language to some player who wasn't even gay. And, and I couldn't quite understand in this day and age. You probably get the same at Crystal Palace. You probably get people shouting things, don't they? The ref. It happens, doesn't it? Have you ever shouted at the ref or anything like that? Nothing illegal. Well, what, what would you shout at the referee? You're rubbish. It doesn't really work, does it? It doesn't. Along those lines. It, 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 it doesn't actually doesn't actually sort of demonstrate how sort of angry you are. And so you're going to be going, well, that was terrible, referee. You made the wrong decision. You know, that doesn't work. You've been to a football match, Scottish boy? Have you? He's come back, by the way, from Scotland. We just got him back again. That was very quick. He's using time travel. Brought his own phone box with him. And uh, you've been to a football match? What, Hibernian? Does he support Aberdeen? What do they call Do they have a nickname? <laughs> I've just thought of something really rude. The Dons. Oh, right. Oh, that's quite nice. The Dons. Why? Why are they called the Dons? Ah, the River Don. The River Don. You see, I thought it was maybe their mafia connections. You know, the Don. As it, they call the mafia head the Don or something. I don't know. So they call the Don because it's on the Don River. Well, that is just amazing. What do they call Crystal Palace? What are their nickname? The Eagles. And they're called the Eagles because... because... Oh, he thinks they nicked it from another team. <laughs> That's all you need, isn't it, really? They nicked it. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know. Who are the... Oh, the parrots. Not parrots. No, no, no. Sorry, I'm I'm seeing green and yellow. The Canaries. That's Norwich City. That's Delia Smith's team. Ah. And Stephen Fry's team as well. But doesn't she own them? She's the chairman. Right. All oh, right. There you go. You live and learn something every day, don't you? I've never been to a football match. I've also never been to a rugby match. I've, I've never been to polo. And yet I have been to swimming galas. I wonder why that would be. Because <laughs> I... I don't, I don't really like swimming. I'm not, I'm not a great swimmer. I can't dive. I'd love to be able to dive. I would love... To, I would kill to dive. But in fact, even watching people climbing up to the top board, I feel physically sick. I can't do heights. And then they go, just jump off. And you go, I'm, listen, just supposing the water vanishes as I'm halfway down and I hit concrete. That's not going to be a happy ending, is it? There'll be all sorts of bits of Steve Allen all over the place. But there you go. Uh, so here's uh, Gemma Collins wearing, as I say, she looks like a giant Christmas tree decoration. She, she quite, I mean, she fell. Uh, she got 16 out of 40 points, which actually is pretty bad. But there again, and she's been doing this for weeks now. So she quite clearly, she'll be out shortly and we'll all be able to rest. Uh, the Monster Freeze is back. The polar vortex to batter Britain with icy winds. So uh, you have, although this morning is really mild. Oh, look, here's Rianne Sugden in her underwear again. I thought you were giving that up to her. Aren't you a bit old for that now? She's 32. 
you know, only claim to fame, she sets people up and, um, and made her name that way, which is not so good, is it? And a council has spent thousands to reopen a public footpath closed by a wealthy landowner. I'm not sure if I like footpaths, actually, but some people deliberately go tramping through them, don't they? Because they can, I suppose. News coming up at five o'clock this morning. It's Monday morning. It's the day that you're all back at work. In fact, we should, the whole country should be back at work today, which means packed trains. Everybody's going to look miserable. Everybody looks unhappy. <laughs> James says, I've heard spit and polish was a hairstyle. No, definitely not. Definitely not hairstyle. No, it's, it's shoe cleaning. Uh, boozy Wayne Rooney nicked in America. Got fined $25. That's OK. How smutty can pantos be? The answer this year, very, very smutty. It must go over the kids' heads because it, it certainly would, would get the, uh, the audience... I think, uh, what was it that Julian Clary came up with at the Palladium? He said, oh, I'm hoping next year to meet another wicked queen. That'll be Paul Burrell, <laughs> who's a very wicked queen, isn't he? You're listening to a podcast from LBC. Or licking your elbow. Sorry, you probably came in at the end of that conversation. Trying to think of things that you can't do. And one of them is you can't lick your elbow. Or pat your head and rub your stomach at the same time. Although I actually have no trouble with that one at all. But licking of the elbow, I don't know why. If you're sitting in a car, for God's sake, don't try it. Or driving a bus or something. But, uh, but you can't lick your elbow. But there must be somebody who can lick their elbow, mustn't there? But you just can't, you can't kind of get near it. Which is it's ridiculous, isn't it, when you think about it? But there you go. Just one of those things we worry about on a Monday morning. Uh, all my shoes and boots are leather, so I still use tins of polish and shoe brushes. I have saddle soap and leather dressing for my riding tack, and that works well with leather footwear, says Dallas. I should imagine so, actually. I should imagine so. Dennis in Bambridge says, uh, back when I were a lad, we had sheets which were homemade from flower bags, free from the grocer. They were boil-washed with the added blue bag. We had blankets, which were so heavy you couldn't sleep on your back as the weight hurt your toes, topped off by a homemade eider-down or a homemade patchwork quilt in the summertime. Thank God for duvets. I've got two on in the winter. Saves on the heating. Yes, I mean, I, mean, uh, I haven't got the heating on at all. And so just the duvet, just one thin duvet... Uh, because it seems to cover most uh, most eventualities, is very nice. I was in Card Factory yesterday, Steve, uh, and they're still trying to sell their Christmas cards with 50% off. I thought, God, how cheapskate you must have to be. They're only 99p at full price. Yeah, but you know what they're saying? I saw a guy in a garden centre the other day loading up a trolley with all the decorations. They were all at half price. And they've said, in, in, the, in the January sales, go and buy your Christmas decorations. Provided you've got somewhere to store them, and then you've got brand new Christmas decorations next year. But they'll be, uh, but they'll be half price. So you've saved a lot of money. Producer's mum buys her Christmas cards in Clinton's in January. He thinks it's mega tight. See, I think that's just... Oh, do you? I think that's really good. I think that's good. I've got some Christmas... Actually, if, if she wants some Christmas cards, I've got... I bought a big box of Christmas cards from Costco and I'm not going to use them. So do you think she'd want those? Would she want second-hand Christmas cards? Handmade. They're lovely cards. I'll, yeah, I'll bring them in. I'll bring them in tomorrow, you see? I like re-gifting because I've got loads of these cards and uh, I think, what am I going to... And each year I think, oh, I'll save them for next year. Crystal Palace were originally known as the Glaziers. But the former manager, Malcolm, Big Mal Allison, changed the name to the Eagles. and They've been flying high ever since, says Richard in Wapping. Have they? I don't, I don't follow football, so I've got no idea. I think that's sort of a, that's a tentative wavering on whether they're actually flying high. Uh, so, Busted are coming back. I know. 
I know. But of course, that's uh, Matt, Matt Willis and Charlie Simpson and James Bourne, who never gets much publicity, actually. I'm assuming he's sort of married with, with children and everything else now. Uh, Matt has sort of uh, equally divided his time, you know, between... Um, I, we, we didn't know any of their songs, actually. I felt a bit guilty. But I don't think we were the, the right age. There's a lot of jumping around, I seem to remember. Oh, I know this one. It, that's James. I know this song. This is so cool. Record. Oh, I like this one. I can cope with something like that. I wouldn't know how to dance to it. I'd probably have to pogo or something, which is not, not my kind of thing, as you can imagine. If ever you've seen me, dancing is not one of my strong... I can dance. Don't get me wrong. Look how different Matt Willis looks, honestly. They were all fresh-faced boys. But they're going to re-record all their stuff again. I'm not sure whether or not they're still going to be jumping up and down. Uh, Christian Rianoff jumps up and down, provided you pay her. She's selling dance and yoga lessons at 14 quid a time. She's advertising uh, the classics on her Twitter account. One shocked fan posted, this really the best Christina can, can line up. Yeah, it is. That's why she's doing it. Mind you, James and Ola Jordan do the same. They're offering dancing lessons. Get the same thing from them, which is, you know, if you like that kind of thing, it's fine. We're obsessed with dancing. Mind you, come Wimbledon, we'll all be obsessed with tennis, which is good. Yeah, Christina Rianoff, if you're looking for your children to learn dances like they see on Strictly Come Dancing, check out my classes below. So she's got a load of young children and uh and there's and there's, there's never never any boy there's one boy it's all girls apart from one little boy she does kids and uh, adults in uh northamptonshire hashtag children hashtag dance it's all a bit tedious really isn't it and the website doesn't work so we're just <laughs> so there you go you need to sort that out immediately need to sort that out uh what else we got um um, um this is uh, steve mcfadden turning up for panto on an electric bike I keep meaning to buy one. I keep seeing them advertise them on the, on the television. And I keep thinking, should I buy one? Should I buy one? And then I thought, where am I going to keep it? I can't, there's nowhere to keep the blooming thing. Somebody will pinch it. And they're about £600. And we've got a, an electric bike shop in Twickenham. And I keep looking in the window and I keep thinking, should I buy one? And I think, what for? What for? Because I think you just get on it and then you sort of, you just push a button and off it goes. But it's not like that. It's, I've, I've been sort of fooled on a few occasions. Um, what else we got here today? This one says, I still use a sheet between me and the duvet. A bit daft, really, since I'm always too hot. Yes, you don't, you don't need the sheet and then the duvet on top. You have a sheet on top, then an eider down. But, but you don't have... We used to have... What was it called? It was, we used to have a tumble twist rug in the bathroom. And what was the stuff that went on the bed? Well, it was ghastly. We had them on all our beds and it sort of went over the top of the sheets and it all looked very nice and it was neat and it was like sort of a, a sort of a, a thin sort of material or something. I can't remember what it was, but uh, I wasn't a fan of it. I really have to be uh, a fan of Steve Coogan because I want to go and see this Laurel and Hardy film because I've seen little clips and it looks absolutely fantastic. So I've decided that is the one for me. And then I suddenly thought, when am I, I going to fit this in? It's trying to fit in things at the moment, which is the big problem. Um, in the paper today, what was Liam Fox schmoozing celebrities in L.A. for? 
It's a crucial Brexit vote to be won at home and countless countries to pursue deals with abroad. So where was the International Trade Secretary at BAFTA's Golden Globes Tea Party? What for? What is it with these people? Oh, dear me. And the grandmother with the dog lead. I think she's got one of those leads which pulls out. You let it out and then and the dog can feel as if it's not on the lead. And so uh, Maureen Sanders, 80, 80, was strolling around Bootle Cemetery, obviously looking for a place to rest. And uh, no, no, seriously, she probably wanted to sit down and sort of contemplate things. Well, she's 80. Come on. But anyway, she was stopped by two wardens. She was told the dog lead had to be less than two metres long and handed a penalty notice for breaking the rule. I mean, she's in a cemetery. It's like they've sort of, you know, attacked her. She, I mean, I wouldn't mind, but she's waiting for a hip replacement. She's got difficulty walking. She's refusing to pay it. She, a company called NSL, formerly NCP, is understood to be responsible... Uh, for penalty notice for Sefton Council, the local authority which rules people must walk dogs on a lead of not more than two metres in length. Neither the council nor NSL responded to requests for comment. She's 80, leave her alone. What is it with these people? I mean, she's waiting for a hip replacement. Mind you, if you leave her in the cemetery, she might not need the hip replacement. She might just sort of expire there. Fancy giving up? It doesn't say how much the, uh, the penalty note... Oh, 50 quid? 50 pounds? She's 80. Where do you think she's going to get 50 quid from? Some people... That's so awful, isn't it? That's dreadful. Steve, happy belated New Year. If anybody could lick their elbow, my money is on Gene Simmons. I don't think it's anything to do with how long your tongue is. Candlewick bedspreads. That's what I was thinking. We had them all over the place. Candlewick bedspreads. Candlewick bedspreads. Yes, Gene Simmons has got a very, very long uh, tongue. And he can, he can... But you can't. Can you reach your elbow, Popsy? Can you? Can you? No, it just it doesn't. Oh, it's not bad. That's not bad. It's closer than we got. Not for us. Just wanted to see if they could do it north of the border. Just sort of testing, really. <laughs> uh, I thought the LBC frequency got tampered with when I tuned in to the year 3000. Uh, my favourite ever busted song, says Tracy and Broccoli. <laughs> it's amazing, actually, isn't it? I mean, I, I sort of we do things in the morning. All of a sudden, people go, "This program is just so adventurous." Honestly, you never know where we're going. Have the Christmas cards turned up? Says Nora. No, they haven't. The story here isn't. I don't. I don't I think it's not physically possible not to have any Christmas cards, but they didn't seem to make it this year. Uh, Steve, the band Busted are in a movie called Just My Luck with Lindsay Lohan. Good movie, says Steve. I just, I just, when you watch that song on YouTube and the video. They were so young and so so really so really brilliant. Mm. Hey, guess what I bought the other day? Easter eggs. I bought I bought, I bought a box a box of Cadbury's cream eggs. I bought them here. They are. Oh, somebody just said the same thing. A sad morning in the Hammond household. For not only did I sleep through the first half hour of the spike, but the Christmas decorations have to come down. I should have known Doom was for boding when I saw Easter eggs. I bought them. I came home with a box with, you see here, there's only five in each box. I've got about 50 in the box. I don't, you know, <laughs> I couldn't resist them. I saw them in Costco and I thought, Easter eggs, got to get them, got to get them. There's 50, it's, it's, yeah, it's quite, quite, quite. Are they for shops? Well, they're for shops, but now they're for Steve Allen. And you're very lucky because I might bring some in this week. We could have a Cadbury's cream egg. Well, I can't because it's all fondant and I'd be up on the ceiling with a feather duster wondering what the hell I was doing. I can't eat any of them, no. Actually, the funny thing is I'm not really into... Oh, and I, did I tell you the other thing I bought? 
I didn't tell you the other thing I bought. Come closer. I go to Costco. Now, obviously, every so often they have a, a clear out. And so I go into Costco and I'm push, pushing my trolley around thinking, what am I going to get? What am I gonna get? Hot dog sausages. And I saw one member of staff loading up his trolley with packets of Cadbury's chocolate. A box like this big by that big with four big bars of chocolate, each different. And, and I thought, oh, perhaps they're, they're just clearing out old stock or something. It's been there, there for Christmas. No, it was on special offer. 50p. So I bought ten boxes. Ten boxes of all these, uh, all these chocolates. And so we got that. And we got, the, we got the, the, the Cadbury's eggs as well. I'll tell you, I'm, I'm, they always say the same to me. Oh, you're going to enjoy yourself. And I have to say the same every time. I have to say, well, actually, I can't eat chocolate. I'm not, I'm not, but I have eaten chocolates, but I'm not particularly fussed about it. Trying to lick your ear is harder than trying to lick your elbow. Don't even go there, please. There's no way you could get your tongue round your ear at all, actually. Uh, Steve, you've now got me practising see if I can lick my elbow. You'll never do it. It's not physically possible. <laughs> Will Dave O'Brien be in attendance tonight, says Donnie? I don't think so, no. I don't go to his shows. He doesn't go to mine. I mean, we have done shows together before, but uh, we... Um, actually, we, we, we did a double one. Some, in fact, we've done quite a few double ones. Perhaps we should do another double. Because it all started with, with Nick Ferrari doing his one-man shows, and then somebody said, why don't you do them? And so we, so I said, oh, yes, all right. And so we went to the same promoter and we put the first one on sale. It sold out in some ridiculous time, like two hours, it sold out. It was, it was unbelievable. And so it gathered momentum. So we booked some more one-man shows in and each time they sold out. Hornchurch, I think, was our fastest seller. I mean, it went, they went literally in minutes. Cream egg or creme egg? What does it say on that thing? Does it say creme egg? Is that CR... You think it's creme egg? Why isn't it cream? C-R-E-M-E. Creme. Why would it... It's a fondant. Why didn't they just say fondant egg? Because that's what it is, isn't it? Where does the yellow bit come from? That's what I want to know. Because if you bite, bite the top off, it's, it looks like yolk in there, but it's obviously not yolk. So it's creme egg. God. Uh, Steve, are there pre-nibbles and drinks for the spikers prior to the show? I don't think so. I don't think so. There would have been. Jamie Oliver's gone abroad, though. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who's going to... Seriously, I, I never know who, who turns up to any of these uh, shows. But just be warned, I do put the lights up at the beginning. I do sort of say, let's have a look at you. Because I like to know who listens to the programme. You know, and you're, you're a fairly good indicator. In some ways, says Ian, we're all on a leash. Oh, I've just missed it, haven't I? I'll do, I'll, do the, I'll do the travel first, and I'll come back to that one. You're listening to a podcast from LBC. What are we going to do about it, eh? Problems with breeds of dogs we were discussing during the break. I'm happy to make a few beef and cheese sandwiches for tonight, says Donnie. I think not. I think not. When you're describing a box this big by this big, now you've got a multitude of listeners, Steve, trying to guess how far apart the arms were. <laughs> it's the Americans. They, spark, they can't spell cream egg. Well, they can, because they have light and heavy cream. And I, I think that's spelt in the, in the normal way. Well, well, I say the normal way. Uh, Robin Hatfield says, when I opened one of our Christmas cards, a Yorkshire pudding dropped out. Then I realised it was from my Aunt Bessie. Barred. Barred immediately. Eiderdown is just another way of saying duck down. So what's the difference between an Eiderdown and a duvet, says Liz? Um, I've got no idea. I've got no idea. I just know that I don't have an Eiderdown. I've got a, I've got a duvet. 
A duvet. Actually, I might go and treat myself to another duvet. I don't know how long they're supposed to last. I mean, how, how long do duvets? Ten-year guarantee. Oh, God, I've had mine a lot longer than ten years. Is it cheap one? It's got a ten-year guarantee on it. Is it big enough for the bed, though? Because sometimes your feet fall out the bottom and you sort of go, oh, oh bit of a pain. Uh, Duchess of Cambridge wrapped up against the chilly weather in this £3,000-plus coat. It's a Catherine Walker coat. Obviously, they're very expensive. And then wandering on a beach because she doesn't seem to do anything, Beatrice and her boyfriend, Eduardo Mapelli Moza in Kenya. Because uh, I say, I mean, you know, the day she does a day's work will be a miracle for all of us. I think her and her sister don't do anything at all. They, they apparently have jobs. They're just not sure when they when they turn up for them. It's all very odd, isn't it, really? Um, what's this one here? Oh, yes. Cold snap this week. Bringing an end to the unseasonably mild weather, which it certainly is this morning. When you go outside, you will notice the difference. England will remain largely cloudy, patchy rain in the north. And I got the car washed the other day, so I I don't really want it to rain just yet. But they've also uh, issued a yellow warning for Scotland, which is yellow, be aware. They reckon gusts of up to 75 miles an hour, which will cause delays to air and ferry transport. Have you ever seen planes coming into the airport when they're sort of coming in and there's gusts of winds? Have you ever had a double yolk cream egg, says Ian? No. No. Do they exist? Or do they do it deliberately to put it in there so they make... Oh, right. I, think, I find it quite funny that you can buy these things all year round now. There's no sort of set time. It used to be for Easter, but nobody, you know, nobody sort of worries about Easter anymore, do we? I think because nobody knows what it's for. Without it being a religious festival, people just seeing it as, oh, it's Easter egg time, which is a bit of a bit of a shame. A supercar driving lawyer has been ordered to pay back twenty-two million to the taxpayer after his firm faked thousands of legal aid claims. John Blavo's company took so much public cash, the legal aid agency ranked it the second highest earner on the system. Yet it was cooking the books on a breathtaking scale with twenty-three thousand fraudulent claims. Ooh, you old crook! Honestly. And uh, so, I mean, it's amazing. In two cases, the fictitious male and female patients were given exactly the same life story. Both were said to have moved to St Albans in 1965, despite the man's date of birth being given as 67. Oh, dear, honestly. But, uh, so, despite the judge's ruling, he's not been convicted of any offence. It's strange. Scotland Yard's fraud team are reportedly investigating, but declined to comment. So, because he's the managing director and sole shareholder of Blavo & Co., He's got to personally replay twenty two million one hundred and thirty six thousand and seventy one pence and seventy one pence. <laughs> Goodness me, honestly. <laughs> honestly, I'll tell you, this this country is just falling apart, isn't it? Really, I imagine Aunt Bessie and Uncle Ben as a couple and racing their kids, uh, raising their kids on just rice and potatoes. The result, Gemma Collins. Ta-da! Yes, I mean, I don't believe she's lost any weight at all. As I say, if she falls again on the ice, she'll be out, and that's what she's obviously looking to do. Um, I'm not big on duvets, Steve, but I can tog along with them. I told you, get rid of him. He's got to go. He's got to go. Uh, uh, Steve, uh, Happy New Year. Don't you think Dancing on uh, Ice is the worst programme ever? No, not really, no. I don't. I mean, to be honest with you, why they brought the blooming thing back, I've got no idea. I really don't. Because they can't find any celebrities. You know, I mean, you know, if, if Brian McFadden is a celebrity, I'll eat the studio. Ridiculous. I've just lost you, says Dom, on FM, and have now had to change to the app uh, as uh, I'm at Tame on the M40. I've got a, a continental quilt, Steve, not a duvet. That's different, isn't it? A continental quilt is not the same as, as far as I know, it's not the same as a, as a duvet. 
Uh, try a cream egg, says Ron, in North Yorkshire. Obviously very specific about North Yorkshire. Stick one of those massive cocktail sticks in the bottom of one of them. Put it in the freezer overnight. Oh. He said, don't tell my swing slimming world lady. So when it, what's you, oh, you basically frozen it and you're eating it like, like a lollipop. Oh dear, I don't think that's a good... I mean, what he does say here, oh my God, they're gorgeous. Bulletproof though, so watch your teeth. Oh, you can freeze bananas. Did you know that? I nearly bought a machine a while ago because it, it said it was making ice cream. And it wasn't. What you did, you froze things like bananas. You put them into the machine and it mashed them all up. And, they, and I thought, well, I'd like banana ice cream. And then I thought, oh, this looks like, to me, something that's going to need washing on a regular basis. So I kind of left it. I didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't buy it, which would probably just as well, because you know me on things like that. Uh, Stuart Manning says your In Conversation at the Weekend was great. I like that idea. He says, not only did you learn something about the guests, but you led us into your life also. Stuart, wish you a happy, uh, happy new year. Because I don't think we wish people a happy new year up until now. So I thought we would, uh, we would do it. Uh, what's this one? Somebody who's off... Uh... Oh, who is this from, actually? Oh, that's a... it's the Scottish boy who sent me a text this morning. And then he, he says, Steve, Beth sent me a message late last night to say we have an interview with James Purefoy at 8.30 today. That's OK. And then he signed it, Best Wishes, Thomas. <laughs> How sweet. No, no, there weren't any kisses, but it was, the, it was sort of the best wishes thing. Yeah, and kind regards to you too for sending it. You don't send best wishes to somebody you know. <laughs> Not to somebody you know. I'm just trying to educate you. I know it's an I know. No, seriously, I'm, I'm just nitpicking. But please, please don't write that ever again. You don't do. It's like saying you're sincerely Thomas. You know, that would be equally ridiculous. So best wishes. No, you just leave it. Go all the best, mate. Well, second thought's not that one either. That's another one that annoys me. But uh, no, you just sort of sign it. Thomas, that's it. Because we know each other. Although, to be quite honest, after that one, I'm not sure that we do. <laughs> best wishes. When I read it, I thought it's like it's come from a stranger. How sweet. <laughs> he's gone all miserable now so I have to put up with this I'll tell you in between keeping all you lot happy and the producer happy now we've got to we've got to look after little boy as well you're not good is it are you alright give me a smile give me a smile come on give me a smile give me a smile little smile <laughs> you know there's a waiting list to work on this programme <laughs> it's a waiting list with just you on it uh, have you ever had a Kit Kat with the wafer missing wouldn't be a Kit Kat, would it? It would just be a bar of chocolate, I would think. I don't know. I, I'm, see, I'm not a sweetie eater. I know that seems a bit odd when you think of some of the things that I eat, but I'm, I'm not necessarily the sort of person who goes for sweeties. Occasionally, if there's an R in the month, I might have a tube of Smarties. I might. That's it. And over Christmas, I had a few frashay. But uh, that was about it, actually. Stephen Enfield said, Did you know that there is a white Cadbury's cream egg worth £10,000 if you find it? So start unwrapping them all. Is it? A, oh, is that still running then? Is it, oh, right. Because apparently they're made in Scotland and in Bourneville. In Scotland and in Bourneville. Even though it's, it's an American company, Kraft. Eider Downs are so called because they're traditionally filled with down feathers from the Eider Duck. From the Eider Duck. There is such a duck, is they're called an Eider Duck. I've never heard of it, Barry. I've never heard of it. An Eider Duck. Which provides, so it becomes an Ida down. Is it true? Oh, for goodness sake. I mean, how ridiculous. Does that mean I have to apologise? Do I have to apologise? Is it serious? Is it really? So there is actually a duck called an, there is an Ida duck. And the down from it 
makes eiderdowns. Is it? Please tell me that's not true. It can't be. It can't be true unless I'm on another planet. It's true. Oh, for goodness sake, I give up now. I give up. Jamie Oliver's just bought a new uh, house. Well, I say a house. He's bought a manor. Actually, he's, we're very similar. Well, we're not at all. I can't cook and uh, <laughs> never, never would want to. But it's a 16th century Essex mansion with a 70-acre estate. It's lovely. Lovely, lovely, lovely. My sort of place. Six million pounds, a bargain. And uh, it's got a mega kitchen. And so he could film shows in there and hold masterclasses. Wow. They've got one near Hampstead Heath. They spent 8.9 million on, uh, which sounds like this one I like the look of better. It's got age. So built in the 1500s. Built in the 1500s. How lovely. How lovely. Well done. Very impressed. Very impressed. Uh, Another well-known chef has got a kitchen worth £500,000. How can you have a kitchen worth half a million? Isn't that just a wee bit too much? Just a wee bit too much. Uh, We're talking about property. And uh, birthdays. We've got a couple of uh, couple of good birthdays for today, including Butterfly McQueen. You might not be aware of Butterfly McQueen, but you will be. You're listening to a podcast from LBC. Quick time check. Twenty six minutes to six. If you're you're going back to work for the first time today, I bet you're really struggling, aren't you? And somebody actually raised a very interesting question: When is the cut off time to stop wishing people a happy new year? It's now the seventh of January. And I'm still getting New Year wishes. At what point do you say, stop, it's no longer a new year? Well, probably now. But, of course, bearing in mind, a lot of people will be coming back, you know, from, from work, from some sort of holidays. And so they won't have seen you. So they'll then be going, oh, you know, happy new year. And you, you're right, actually. I don't think it should go on as long as the, uh, the 7th. So I think cut-off time is now. I think after, after today, nothing at all. Nothing. Busted were touring with a follow-up band called McFly. And they toured as McBusted. Grandson Harry follows Busted, then four, then four years younger sibling Charlie followed McFly. Clever young men writing their own songs, says Jan. Yes, I remember them touring as McBusted. I mean, I, I quite like both of them. I didn't have a problem with anything like that. They were just sort of a bit of a breath of fresh air apart from assembled girly bands or Boise bands. Uh, Greek people have real eggs at Easter, but so do Polish people. Polish people dye them different colours, which I think is quite sort of uh, quite a common thing to do. And uh, Pat says, what are you doing with all that chocolate you bought from Costco if you don't eat it? I'll bring it in here. I'll bring it in here. Seriously. He puts his hand up. Oh, it's me. Please, me. Best wishes. Please, please, please. I'd love to. That's not nice. I can lip read. (laughs) Very rude, honestly. Well, no sandwich for you this morning or chocolate or no not until you've got on your bended knee and apologised for using language. I don't know where you get language like that from. You've been hanging around with Gemma Collins or something. Very inappropriate. What price do you put on a kitchen at One Hyde Park, says Ian? Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to live there, thank you. I don't think there's anybody in the building. I've only ever seen three lights on. Uh, Ida Ducks sounds like Frankie Howard. Giraffes can lick their own ears, says Roger. And, and so the point is, <laughs> giraffes can... I've just thought of something very rude, actually, uh, which which I can't do. Uh, Steve, the kitchen may be worth half a mil, but does it have a halogen oven? Ah, don't talk to me about halogen ovens. <laughs> when I was growing up, says Val, uh, before duvets were introduced, we had sheets, an eiderdown quilt and then a candlewick bedspread. Toasty in the winter and sweltering in the summer. By the way, the Sky Garden is a definite must and strawberry ruffles vegan to a month of strawberry ruffles i heard some vegan the other day who did i hear 
There was somebody shouting at somebody. It might have been Matt Stadland. Some bloke was shouting on the radio. He was obviously, I assume he had some sort of problem or something. Shouting. And then some vegans were getting very, very uppity about, you know, this kind of thing. And, oh, meat's murder and all this kind of stuff. And they make mistakes and animals go to be slaughtered. And then a farmer came on and he was... And I was, so I'm listening to both arguments. And to be honest with you, it's going to go on. I mean, there's not even a million vegans in this country. So I think we still have the upper hand. Still have the upper hand. And then people are phoning up saying, well, I shall still eat meat and I shall still do this. You know, if you want to do something, do it. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. The Voice drowns out the new BBC dance show in a rating battle. Not by many. Not by many. It's just a, a few uh, few hundred thousand, which isn't isn't a lot in televisual terms. Uh, pictures of food all over the place. Boiled eggs with spiced asparagus soldiers. Not really big enough, are they, to dunk, I don't think. Poached eggs with mushroom and spinach looks quite nice. Spicy baked beans on sourdough toast. It's terribly complicated. Uh, spice stewed breakfast plums. Oh, I love plums. I'm big into plums, big into plums. Uh, lemony roast chicken. Vegan Rogan Josh. You just skip the potatoes, the white rice, the naan and the chapati. Uh, simple soy salmon and stir-fry vegetables. How lovely. How lovely. So what days do I... Fa- they're talking about fasting. You know, coming off food. I don't know, I could manage it. I seriously know. Do you need to take vitamin supplements? Uh, how long should you spend before? All the answers in the Daily Mail today. All the answers in the Daily Mail. Uh, there we go. This is uh, <laughs> Gemma Atkinson. Lots of sort of tedious interviews everywhere. And uh, basically, she was uh, a contestant. She's an actress. She lives in Manchester with her partner, Gorka Marquez, who she met when she was uh, dancing. And she's brought out a DVD. I've said... You don't need to buy any of these so-called celebrity DVDs. You go to your doctor, you say, I need to lose some weight, or failing that, the doctor will phone you and tell you you need to lose some weight, and they'll give you a free free diet sheet. They'll give you an exercise sheet, everything. won't cost you a penny piece. There you go, I've saved you 18 quid. Just send it to me in a, in a cheque, thank you. I can touch my nose with my tongue, says Pauline. OK, yeah. <laughs> and Keith says they've got very strange Kit Kats here in Hong Kong. Green tea and the new one, wasabi flavour. We have things like that. I don't remember those ones, but I do remember one year they did Kit Kats in all sorts of different uh, flavours. I remember thinking at the time, oh, that that sounds quite nice. I I never got round to buying them. I just sort of looked at them and thought the the, uh, the bits and pieces looked quite nice. Uh, 14 minutes of action and a 70-minute tedious Cheryl show. It's not her show, it's other people's as well. And Sandra Redknapp says she didn't tell husband Harry off for running over her foot because he suffered more than me. They're both 71. There was a picture of her the other day. My God, she was airbrushed within an inch of her life. (laughs) You must be delighted. But uh, he's pined for his wife of 51 years. He says, I know people might think it's silly, but I've only got to look at Sandra and I couldn't argue with her. Probably wouldn't dare. Uh, There's a model in the paper today and she's apparently going out with Leonardo DiCaprio, mainly because he's famous. You wouldn't go out with him any other time, would you, really? Uh, Louise says, uh, I don't think I could be a vegan, but I'm currently trailing the flexitarian lifestyle. What the dickens is that one? What's that mean? Flexitarian? Flexitarian. Oh, Scottish boy's seen your picture now. Look at him. Is Is that... Oh, right, you could be veggie. Oh, right. Well, we've all had days like that where you think, I'll just eat a salad or I'll eat a... And then sometimes you change your mind, don't you, halfway through the salad, and you suddenly have a craving for a Big Mac. That would be a pescatorian. And uh, and then occasionally you might go for something else with meat in it. 
you know, but far be it from me to pick on people like that. People who are indecisive, indecisive. Talking of indecisive, Dave Beckham kissing his wife with his eyes closed. A little bit dated now, dear. You've got five children. But as I say, she's sort of puckering up. She just... It looks as though it looks like the final kiss, doesn't it, really? She's sort of... They're not even kissing on the lips. A bit embarrassing, as they have been married for some time. She was in a grey suit with a satin blouse. <gasps> so shopping. So shopping. Sorry, shop worker. A satin blouse. They're the only people who wear satin blouses, aren't they? And Brooklyn was there with his little girlfriend. Oh, that's sweet, isn't it? Brooklyn doing a very passable impression of the Hovis lad pushing a bicycle. And uh, a fiery pheasant has got a foul temper. I'm not a pheasant plucker. I'm a... And so it goes on. And uh, here he is. He's been dubbed Phil. He pecks at windows looking for a scrap and waits for locals to leave their homes before pouncing. So posties squirt vinegar spray to fend him off after high-pitched sensors and gun noises fail to work. Vinegar spray? Is that the right thing you should be doing there? The RSPCA says there's not much the postman can do other than stay out of the pheasant's way. I weren't aware that they were they were aggressive little little creatures, but this one certainly is. Certainly is. Mind you, as I'm driving down the motorway, it's what did I see the other day, going back on the 316, two dead foxes by the side of the road. Oh, I have to avoid things like that. And then if you go down the main motorway, it's pheasants all over the place. You know, if you, if you seriously stop the car, you could be having quite a, quite a meal going on, I think. Mm. After the GC, Steve, had her fall, has anybody checked and seen if the ice is OK? I don't know. This, this is the start of many things. This is the start. This is how it works. This is, this is how it, she's done it before. Remember, she did it on "I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of It." I can't. Do it. And she sort of all her makeup ran and everything else. I mean, she's such a drama queen. Actually, they're both drama queens. They both had sort of meltdowns, haven't they? Ida ducks nest on a UNESCO protected island. Only a few people go there each year after the eggs have hatched to collect the down stuck to the nests, which is the world's lightest, warmest, and most expensive. Uh, I don't think it's most expensive. I've got Siberian. Goose, and that is certainly way more expensive than than Ida ducks down. I mean, how many do you have to collect? Resulting bedding is carefully hand stuffed and costs thousands. Really? Oh. Is that Ida Downs? Find me an Ida Down on Amazon. See how much we're actually going to be spending on one later on today. Steve, I heard that discussion between the farmer and the vegan. The vegan was saying that when cows are artificially inseminated, it's rape. Says Jan. Oh. I didn't hear that bit. I heard, some, I heard a lot of heated debate. Lot of heated debate. Apparently, Steve, Brooklyn Beckham's girlfriend, looks like his mother. She does look a bit like Victoria. Slightly younger, more sort of the, the eating version of Victoria Beckham. So, so that's good, isn't it? So here is, there you go, a Rose Garden Eiderdown multicolour double, twenty nine ninety nine. There you go, twenty nine ninety nine. It's. I mean, to be honest with you, it looks really horrible. Really does. Can we have something better than that? Can you find me? Oh, th- sorry, th- I do beg your pardon. £35 for king size. Have you got something that looks better? Something that looks really, you know, I'm trying to find one here. This is Belliani Duvet Eiderdown Quilts. Thank you. And uh, £159.99. We've sort of jumped up, but we're nowhere near thousands. And that's an Eiderdown. I'm not sure if Eider is a protected word and you're supposed to see that before you buy it. It's like buying... You know, and, oh, right. oh, that's a nice one. That's a Catherine Lansfield one. I like that one. Oh, there's one here. Oh, European Luxury Bedding Premium Eider Down Light Dovet Euro Twin Pandora Deep Balthazar £6,328. You're having a giraffe. 
You're having a giraffe. There's another one here. Oh, they're getting cheaper. Canadian White Goose Down Luxury Dovet. Super King, 13.5 togs. £968.24. Or I've got it in, oh, Super King as well, 636 or 815. Mm, not very, very exciting, actually. Oh, there's one here. Uh, this is, uh, good grief, £630 on Amazon. This is Hans Crutchen, 975.50.068, Royal Luxury Down Dovet, warm. 100% goose down. Mm, it's not Ida, is it? Not Ida. Still a lot of money. It's still a hell of a lot of money. The natural bedding... Oh, there's loads of the bloody things. I don't remember how many there were. Pages and pages of Ida Downs. But the most expensive we found, £6,000. That is so expensive. They do do a cheaper version. And uh, this is Pandora's. The filling is 100% Ida Down. Jacquard silk finish. Machine gentle wash dry easy care. I think so too for £6,000. Six, it's giving me indigestion now. Six thousand three—that's a fortune. Usually dispatched within one to three months. Once they go to this island protected by UNESCO, I should imagine, and sort of try, and then they—they they, they tell you all about it. I'd, I'd want to know all about it for six six thousand pounds. That's one thing you're not getting for Christmas. You'd have to suffer with your with your little dovet at the moment. You're listening to a podcast from LBC. Morning, everybody. Ten to six. Charlotte in Wimbledon. Really enjoyed the Sally Field interview. Thank you so much. Thank you. We thought it was great as well, actually. That was a really good one. And uh, Charlotte's hoping to find uh, somebody this year because she's uh, she's been been lost in the wilderness for some time. Flexitarian is dis- is defined as semi-vegetarian, says Dan. Isn't that just a normal omnivore? I don't know, because somebody's written flexitarian here equals omnivore equals normal human being. So what exactly is she trailing? I don't know, Monica. I don't know. I, I, I get confused by people. I think if you, if you eat all sorts of different things, does that, that make it, you know, different? I don't know. Dallas says, I can buy a duck-down king-size duvet around here for a maximum of 60 quid, and I always throw mine in the washing machine. Comes out fine. Yes, you're supposed to change them, aren't you? Summer and winter. Dovets. Uh, Dave says, talking about dovets, how much did you spend on your mattress? That's the key to a good night's sleep. I can't remember what I spent on it. It's, 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 um, one of these memory foam things. I remember getting it up the stairs and thinking, God, this thing weighs a ton. And then you sort of, you, you, you cut the plastic that's holding it together. And before your very eyes, a sort of a boat emerges and you have to leave it for so long. And then all of a sudden it just, it just sort of fluffs up. It's very impressive. Very impressive. That's the key to a good night's sleep, apparently. How many togs do you sleep with? Uh, I find 13.5 too warm, says James. I use four tog all year round. I don't even know what it is. Oh, seriously, I mean, you're asking the wrong person. I've got no idea. I come from a state in India called Gujarat. We are vegans by religion. And in the state, you won't find fishmongers or butchers, as Gujarati Hindus are not supposed to eat anything but vegetables. But in this country, my kids eat meat, but not, but outside, not in the home, as I only cook vegan curries. Oh, right. So it's flexible. So are you, are you flexitarian then? <laughs> this is our new word for today. Uh, the Siberian Ida Goose makes a good Christmas dinner and afterwards you could use it down to fill the duvet, says Andy. There you go. Multifunctional. Multifunctional. Um, did you see Gemma Collins's other half, James Argent, on Dancing on Ice? He must be on the same diet plan as Gemma. He was in the audience taking up two seats. Yes, he has put on a huge amount of weight. Well, I mean, the reason is he doesn't work. He hasn't had a job in ages. You can't, you can't find anything for him, really, because he's just, he's not reliable. And then they were all saying, what did they do over the Sunday papers? They were saying, oh, Gemma Collins, she's got a boutique. No, she hasn't. That folded with debts of 76,000. She didn't know anything about anything. Pantomimes. I don't know if you've been to a pantomime recently. 
And uh, now you have to take these with a pinch of salt. OK, these are... Okay. You, you'll have to decide if these are too rude. OK. And uh, Mary Poppins' producers turned me down to play a chimney. My flu was too tight. OK. Right. Uh, next year I hope to meet another wicked queen. I hope it's not Paul Burrell. OK, it's OK. Uh, I've got something pink and soft to show you. No, no, <laughs> that was from one of the Chuckle Brothers. Well, there is only, there is only one left, I'm sorry. And, um... So, <laughs> can you get it over the counter? The next line is... OK, that one's out. <laughs> uh I can't read the next one because even I would push the button on the next one. <laughs> the next one I would definitely push push the button on. But uh, there are all, all sorts of things here. I mean, they are, you know, to, to Prince Charming. I can't do it. It's, it's, it's even whichever way you look at it, it probably in context, it sounds funny. I mean, it's a very good one here. Les Dennis and Connor McIntyre as the ugly sisters. And uh, I can't do that one either because it, it's too... It's too... Well, it's just too... But the trouble is, I don't think children... We had this argument, discussion. We went to the Palladium pantomime last year. And we listen. And somebody... It's very adult humour. And the kids are sitting there laughing. The adults are laughing. And I suddenly realised the kids haven't got the faintest idea what they're talking about on stage. All they see is, that's the princess. That's the wicked witch. That's Buttons. He's going to save everything. And the costumes are great. And then there'll be some dancing and they've seen them on the television. And that's all they know. They don't understand the words. They really don't. I mean, this, this one here says, I want the prince to casserole me. No, no, there's an extra bit. <laughs> there's an extra bit. It says, and then the other one says, you mean caress you. And then the pun, ready for the punchline? The punchline, this might go again. No, casserole. <laughs> there you go. I'm sorry. You just never get to hear these things. You'll have to buy the paper. See, the fact, I just don't think kids get these. There's an even better one. Something to do with... Oh, have we? Oh, right. Do we only get so many in a programme? Oh, right. OK. <laughs> I knew that would be a big mistake, actually. Everybody's now going, what is he? What is he? But some of them are just that it's so pantomimes have definitely got ruder, 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 which actually I don't mind, actually. And uh, David Teak has said, I wonder how those 20 quid phones worked out over Christmas. I don't know. I gave them away as presents to people and I, uh, I gave them the little cards and everything else. Thanks to our friend Jamie, who was down at Robert Dias, who uh, went over and above. There's also another sick video and I hope they find this one quickly. It's uh, sick video footage. Shows a year seven girl. Now, I don't know what year seven is. I don't know what age that is. Being beaten by an older pupil. The attack by the teenage girl was filmed in a street in broad daylight. The Facebook video has been shared nearly 4,000 times. The pupils were wearing a school uniform. Very unwise. This is the Robert Napier School in Gillingham. The headmaster, Andrew Minchin, said the school was investigating... He urged parents to contact police, if appropriate, and for people to stop sharing the footage. They'll find out who the person is, and I'm assuming they'll be expelled. Seriously. You can't have things like that. These people are sick. Flexitarian. Flexitarianism was shown to me as a plant-based diet with occasional meat. So I have meat once a week and fish once a week. I switch between red and white meat, depending on which wine I have in the fridge, says Louise. Seems fair enough. You keep red wine in the fridge. How interesting. 
I always put white wine in the fridge and red wine at room, room temperature. Uh, Gary says horsehair mattresses are apparently amazing, but they're expensive too. Hundreds to thousands. Lord, a horse mattress. Oh, lovely. Uh, James Argent looked like an overweight penguin, says Dave the trucker. And, yeah, well, but he's just, he's waste of, waste of space. Total waste of space. Nobody cares about him. He's an idiot. Uh, last night, Gemma Collins looked like three kilograms of sausages in a two kilogram bag. Whoever told her to wear that was obviously on a wind up. Yes, they, they've sort of trussed her up a little bit like a Christmas turkey. There's not much you can do about it. I've got a wool duvet, Steve. Uh, lovely in summer, cosy in winter and washable as they are thin in texture. Uh, for a very large one, about 50 pines, says Helen. Well, there you go. Fifty pounds is all right, isn't it? All this talk about veganism, says Anthony. How long before you have people campaigning that plants have feelings too and we're being demonised for eating vegetables? Yeah, I mean, you know, somebody says here, what a shame radio doesn't have a watershed like TV. Just imagine the fun you could have doing the show after 9pm with no need for filters. Yes. I mean, it's, it has changed a lot over the years. I mean, seriously, it's actually changed a lot over the years. You know, you you, you can... You can get away with an awful lot more now than you probably could years and years and years and years and years ago. But uh, because nowadays people are a bit more, well, some people, some people are still snowflakes and, uh, you know, everything is offensive. So in which case they, they really should go and get a life because it, it's become tedious, as Graham Norton said, you know, when you when you can't sort of try and do comedy. Although I hear some some, some comedic things coming out of the uh, out of the clubs now. Unbelievable what you can uh, what you can say. Uh, here we go. Silent Witness. I love Silent Witness. I thought it was a great programme, but only the, the first series. And uh, the latest Geordie Shaw includes desperate Talia Chung, who once begged for cocaine on social media. And uh, Andy Hall says here, it really is time somebody put this tired reality show out of its misery. Yes, I mean, to be honest with you, it's just awful. Year seven, age 11 to 12. Well, if this was a ch- and they're both wearing school uniforms, they will find the person. They will find them. And, uh, you know, you don't go to school to be bullied by anybody. If it's somebody older and they're bullying and beating somebody, you get them out of that school. You kick their ass out. As simple as that. I'm so sorry. Uh, also, Anton Dex, downstairs lose, must be absolutely chocker with national television awards. Uh, barely as a year gone by with Aunt barely working due to the drink driving charge and a trip to rehab. They could be adding another one. They're nominated for TV presenter gong at this year's awards, which would be their 18th win in a row. But they face stern competition from a familiar face, Holly Willabooby. Holly Willabooby could get it as well. And so it'll be very interesting. It's the, the full shortlist announced today by Dermot O'Dreary at the V&A Museum in Dundee. Why Dundee? I've got no idea. But they've also got um, Holly's work uh, has another chance for success, as I'm a Celebrity was won by Harry Redknapp. Uh, last year, it's up for the Bruce Forsyth Entertainment Award, along with Graeme Norton, Love Island... And Mrs. Brown and Saturday Night Takeaway. I don't know. I'm not sure if I want Ant and Deck back together. I quite like Holly doing it. You know, that's the way it goes, isn't it? That's the way. Uh, also, 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 oh, pea and ham soup. I've never had pea and ham soup. That could be the one on the, uh, on the cards for today. Coming up, the news at six o'clock. It's Monday. It's the 7th of January. The, uh, one of the last Dunkirk heroes has just died, aged 98. 
The illegal aid fraudster ordered to pay back £22 million. Gardeners who talked to their plants dismissed as being a bit potty, but new research says they might actually be listening. That's the plants, by the way. You can say things to plants like, you're really lovely today, and the plant, ooh, shiver like that. Uh, can you learn to speak horse? And Noel Edmonds has issued a statement. I was never going to New Zealand, and I told the reporter from The Sun exactly that. You're listening to a podcast from LBC. Morning, everybody. It's Monday morning, traditionally the day when it, I think it is back to normal. Everybody's throwing trees out left, right and centre, so they should be down, the light should be off. I mean, it's only because it's superstitious. You don't, to be honest with you, there's no hard and fast rule about when you take the tree down. The, the Queen's comes down in February. Must have been dropping needles everywhere since then, I should imagine. But uh, you don't need to worry about it. If you want to take them down, take them down. But, I mean, the pavements of Twickenham are full of trees now. As everybody's taken them in, the council come round, and then they uh, recycle, and then they put all of that onto the onto the flower beds. So it kind of works out. Fling out the Branston is one headline in the paper today. Tastes like washing up liquid. So they've obviously changed the recipe for Branston pickle. I love Branston pickle. Branston pickle and Hellman's real mayonnaise. Kind of, I can have that on just about anything. Uh, Boozy Roo nicked in America. This is Wayne Rooney. He apparently mixed tablets with uh, with booze and it made him a little bit aggressive which is uh, you know nothing new there really is it i suppose for him it's this booze thing he doesn't seem to have much luck with uh, with booze uh, also uh, can you learn to speak horse noel edmonds issues a, a very big statement the other day he does it on uh, well I, I saw it on youtube and uh, this was after a story appeared in The Sun on Sunday that he was going to sell his house and he was going to move to New Zealand because he was so annoyed and angry that he was kicked out of I'm a Celebrity. And he said, basically, that's a, a big pile of rubbish. He said, I told the journalist. He said, he, he, I had the best time ever in I'm a Celebrity, get me out of here. He said, why would I want to move to New Zealand? What's the point of doing that? He lives here. He said, and the house has been on the market for the past two years. He said, this I told him. He said, and he still decided to print lies. You know, but then the papers do that, don't they? If, they, if they've got a story that they, they think they can run, they just make something up. And so they make it up. He said, I've t he was really cross. I'm not surprised. It must, be, it must be very galling when you go, I've already told you I'm not going to New Zealand. Why would you want to put that I'm going to New Zealand? Because I'm upset. I'm not upset. I had a great time. Then he named the journalist and said, basically, he's an idiot. Which, of course, you know, it's, I suppose it's easy, isn't it, for some of these people. Uh, I saw Ida ducks off St Andrew's Beach. Do you know swans swim in the sea? Yes, Jan, I do. But they could swim anywhere. If it's water, they'll just land on it. We've got more swans in Kingston than anybody else has. Loads of the blooming things are everywhere. Talking about veganism, you make me want to eat a bacon sandwich, says Dom, the trucker. And then somebody says, there must be so many messages you receive that you read and think, oh, my goodness me, I'd love to read that out, but I can't. Uh, no? No? Not really, no. They're, they're, by the time they get to me, they've been filtered through. You know, it was only poor poor Charlotte. And, you know, we do wish her the best. Um, because she's a bit lonely after Christmas. And uh, never mind, you've got another another year to wait till it comes around again. So you don't need to sort of worry, do you? Boxing legend Frank Bruno's in all the papers today. Why? Because he's been trolled. He's been trolled. Racist trolls have branded him a monkey online. I mean, you know, in, in whichever world somebody is inhabiting... What a stupid thing to write to somebody. The police will find you immediately and they'll have you for racism. It's as simple as that. You can't do things like that. Chris Tarrant's back on track after his stroke. He did worry. He did think, this is it. This is it. But it turned out not to be. The most common name for criminals, according to the police, is Daniel. Daniel. See, I think Daniel is a very young name. I don't think it's an, an old name at all. I think it's a very, very young name. 
So perhaps the majority of criminals now are, you know, Daniel. I was trying to work out before we did that story, I was trying to work out if we had anybody called Daniel in the building. Well, there's obviously some Daniels in the building. I don't think LBC's got any Daniels, has it? So obviously we're all, we're all good boys around here. So can I give anybody Daniel? Well, apart from, yeah, apart from the obvious. But, you know, whatever, you know, doesn't matter. No, don't you worry. No, it's fine. Um, so, no, yeah, we had a Dan, didn't we? Oh, right. Oh, I don't, oh, right, okay. I don't know him, apparently. But no, we haven't got any Daniel, so we must be really good. I'll have to go round all the other radio stations and check them, won't I, and find out if they've got anybody called Daniel. <laughs> Excuse me. Soap bars are making a comeback. We did a thing on soap bars some time ago. This is to try and cut back on the plastic usage, but I will only use liquid soap. I don't want to use a bar of soap, thank you very much indeed. The horror of the baby in the car taken by a thief. Luckily, all returned. Phew. That was lucky. Very lucky. 91% of homes sell for a profit. Depends how long you're prepared to hang on, isn't it, really? Um, because if you're in London, then, you know, houses do increase amazingly quickly. I mean, I, I told you, a friend of mine bought a place down in Victoria. Victoria Station has undergone this transformation. So you've got, uh, you know, a little theatre, which looks like it's something out of a movie. It's sort of stuck in the middle of all these glass buildings. And so he bought a flat there. Um, he had a lovely house, which was owned by Jacqueline Dupre, who was a cellist. And in his cellar, the Beatles used to rehearse. I mean, that's how that's how good. This is Paul Savory, you remember, who we used to use on the uh, the programme. And uh, so he sold it and he bought this this place in Victoria. And I th- something along the lines of I think he paid about five or six hundred thousand. He sold it within a very short space of time and it went for over a million. I mean, seriously, it had gone up in I think it was less than a year absolutely phenomenal. And with the money, he bought a huge place out of town, which came with six bedroom. Beautiful, beautiful. It even had a hot tub in the garden. And they, and they put a chalet in there to use as, a, as an office. But, you know, nice size chalet. You could have turned it into a two-bedroom two thing quite easily. Uh, the soldier in the paper today who threatened to quit when his face was used in a new recruitment campaign, uh, he did know, his, his bosses have said, that they, they, he, he was told they were going to use the word snowflake they were just using him as a as a poster boy, and they have various various people as well. And he said it's outrageous and shouldn't have used his picture. He's not a snowflake. Blah 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 blah. But uh, they said he did know. He did know. Uh, Felicity Kendall says stalkers. I've had a few. That's the uh, that's the price that you pay. I think if you uh, are somebody who's in the public eye, and if you're somebody like her, and we've we've had people before who've had letters written to them from people who've been following somebody for donkey's years, donkey's years. Um, how many ageing household appliances have you got? This is almost as good as, here's the, uh, here's the Christmas tree that's been out for the past 40 years, and you look at what Christmas trees used to look like, the fake ones, they were just terrible, absolutely terrible. But uh, people have got all sorts of things, black and decker equipment, ovens, televisions, televisions are like which you've never seen before. Some people still have black and white tellies. I used to have a Sinclair Microvision, that was lovely. That was lovely. Angela says, I recently had a new house alarm fitted by a lovely young man called Daniel. Should I be worried? Mm, well, you know, <laughs> I'm all I'm telling you. Mind you also, was it, was it yesterday? That was the, traditionally the day that most people die. More people died yesterday than any other, any other day. My friend was in New Zealand last week in Queenstown and had a photo taken with Noel as he was doing uh, a fly-in with his wife and son. Maybe he's moving there. 
Uh, no, he's definitely not, not moving. Daniel in Sidcup says, my name is Daniel and I'm lovely. Uh, so you say, please say differently. Please say differently. They say Daniel is the most common name for people who commit crime. I don't know why it would be Daniel. I don't know. I don't know what I thought it would, would ever be. I didn't actually sort of think you could itemise it down to a name. Colin says, uh, Steve, you're missing out on pea and ham soup. Here in Liverpool, it was part of our staple diet. Your mam would make a massive pan. We called it pea-whack peas. Pea-whack peas with either a ham shank or a sheet of ribs. What's a sheet of ribs? I've heard of a sheet of ribs, uh, which would be cooked until the meat fell off. Oh, that sounds quite nice. I like that. I nearly bought one of those Go Chef Pro things because they used to do um, spare ribs. And, they, and it, it took something ridiculous, like 10 minutes to cook ribs. So much so that the meat just fell off the bone. And I love spare ribs. I used to love Chinese spare ribs. You can't get them anywhere. They, they, they do them in Marks and Spencers. They're so tiny. Frankly, I mean, you could swallow the bone if you weren't too careful about the whole thing. Uh, Fleur East uh, was apparently in the music business, now obviously not uh, not bothered. Now she's a fitness presenter for this morning, so expect another tedious DVD out uh, very, very shortly. So she's going to be getting people fit again. It's lovely, it only works for the chosen few, it doesn't work for everybody, uh, which is a great shame. And uh, the GC nearly tumbles over on her first night on the ice, because bear in mind she's been dancing for weeks now. Weeks. So uh, she turns up for this sort of thing. And as I say, uh, what I mean, the outfits, they must be having a hilarious time putting her in the outfits. She looks like some giant Christmas tree bauble. Uh, also, new prison rules allowing drinking and sex in cells. Oh, that's going to work. I've got no idea. And um, I've got to find the Branson story because it's, it's such a good one. Because loads of people like Branston Pickle. But the people are now saying that the, the taste has changed beyond belief. So we'll find that one. Uh, Wayne Rooney, typical tracksuit. What is it about sports people and tracksuits? There we go. So Branson's in a pickle. Hundreds of customers complained its tangy brown condiment tasted like washing up liquid. The company has launched an urgent probe. They think into a rogue batch on supermarket shelves. And uh, many says uh, the celebrated pickle left a vile chemical taste. And they check these things when they come out. I saw a man the other day and he was he was checking Kellogg's cornflakes to make sure that they were they were just right. But Jane Nash says, I put some on a baked potato, but as soon as I took a bite, I threw it away. Alex James bought his in Western Supermare. Says it tasted like rotten eggs. And yet the sell-by date's 2020. So uh, Branston, which shifts 17 million jars each year, insisted there had been fewer than 500 complaints. 500 complaints? And you think, oh, fewer than 500? Having a laugh or something? Good grief. But they, they have tried it. In fact, the uh, the Sun reporter and pickle expert says, I endure, endured years of ribbing at school from jokers who thought it was funny to call me Branston instead of Brandon. But now I've always loved the pickle. But I had to spit out a mouthful. I tasted from a suspect jar. Seemed OK for a few seconds. I felt like I'd gulped swimming water full of chlorine. Oh, dear. Check it carefully. If If in doubt, send it back to them. They will give you a full refund. Well, I would expect a bit more than a full refund if, if this stuff tastes that badly. How can that be, though? Because presumably the machine must have been churning out tonnes of it. They shift that many millions of jars in the year. You're listening to a podcast from LBC. Morning, a pretty nice to be company. Monday, 7th of January. Traditionally the day you go back to work, but you wish you were still on holiday. So Wayne Rooney said his arrest on a public intoxication and swearing charge 
came after he became disorientated because he mixed alcohol with prescription sleeping pills. <sighs> I suppose the big question you have to ask is, why is he taking prescription sleeping pills? He was on a flight. If I was on a flight, I'd probably want to take sleeping pills as well. But uh, he got fined uh, $25. Public swearing. Can't even swear in... Because they don't have a field day around here. Public swearing. Ridiculous. Uh, Steve, Daniel is a popular name. So that's why there are so many in trouble with the police. Then again, I would say that, says Dan. <laughs> uh, in Essex, he says, I'm late for the show this morning. Just got home from a busy night's work. What is it about sports people and tracksuits, says Ben? Uh, surely that's their uniform and who they were invented for. I don't know. I don't even possess a tracksuit. And I'm assuming you possess a tracksuit? No. No, you haven't got one either, have you? You've got cycling gear. No. Oh. I don't, I don't possess a tracksuit. Isn't that funny? Perhaps I should get one. I saw somebody the other day. He had everything. It was all fake clothing. He had a, a sort of a named baseball cap, a, a, a sort of a thing at the back, and camouflage trousers in orange, if you please, and a piercing through his nose. So glad I didn't get on the bus with him. Uh, I'd not heard the Branston story. I recently bought a jar and had to throw it away, says Richard, as I thought they'd changed the recipe. Last uh, week, I bought a jar of Tesco's Plowman's Pickle for half the price. Yes, I mean, to be honest with you, if, if it tastes funny, don't just think it's got... Send it back. Take it back to the store and go, you eat it. Because they don't know. I've recently found that flash smells of coriander, says Liz. <laughs> Never thought about that. Used to get spare ribs for our German shepherd when we had a Chinese delivered. But for some reason, the dog didn't like the delivery guy, but he seemed to know he was delivering his ribs. So I never... Quite knew whether to growl or wag his tail, says Anthony. Oh, I shall love takeaway Chinese. <laughs> Holly says the executor of my will, who is also a substantial beneficiary, is called Daniel. I think I need to investigate and make sure he's worthy of my money. David Hatfield thinks that flexitarians were people who could lick their own elbows, which seems to be hard. It, it basically means that people will. Uh, eat meat one day, fish the next, or one week. And so they, they vary. So it, it's flexible eating. Flexible eating. Linda says, I picked a jar of Branston up the other day. Uh, my usual choice. Shock horror. It was smooth. It was disgusting. What, what, what is it like? It was like thick brown sauce. Um, I'd send it back. Send it back. If it, if it isn't to your, to your liking. But I love the way that they go, oh, we sell so many. And there's under 500 complaints. 500 complaints. I mean, that seriously is worth surely an investigation by Branston. Again, probably another... It's not a British company, is it, Branston? Or is it, uh, does it fall under craft or something like that? Some, so many of these companies are companies within companies. I was amazed at how many fell under the Estee Lauder band name, branded name. So many different companies. Japanese. Wow, Miscan own Branston Pickle. Oh, right. How unusual the Japanese own it. Do we have anything that's British anymore? We don't own Cadbury's chocolate. We don't, there's not much we're, we're sort of going for. Perhaps sticks of rock in Blackpool. That, that could be classed as uh, British. Uh, Steve, my daughter's back at school today. This will be fun and games. Trying to get her up at 7am. Uh, Daniel, says Monica, indeed a very new name just since biblical times. Is it, oh, of course, him in the lion's den. But I don't believe he was called Dan. I think he probably had another name, like Ezekiah or something like that. Uh, 84850, Mike the Cabbie. I don't know, actually. Well, he's not been here for a start. He's not been here. 
Uh, flexitarian, Steve. Meat one minute, plant-based the next, then fish. They want their cake and eat it. Well, they're obviously getting it. And here is Isla Fisher. Now, Isla Fisher is married, I think, to one of the Candy Brothers. Oh, she's married to Sasha Barry Cohen. Oh, right, sorry, I get it confused. But uh, she's starring. She went to the, uh, the Golden Globe bash in Beverly Hills. She's from a film called The Wedding Crasher. No? Well, I didn't think... I'd never heard of it either. But apparently also there, Olivia Colman, Emma Stone... And uh, Richard Madden, nominated for Best Actor in a Drama. We seem to be doing quite well, actually. They like us. They like us, and so they should. Uh, also, also, TV presenter Julia Bradbury says bosses need to let dads deal with family crises, as well as mums. The former country... Is she the former country file presenter? No, I thought she was still doing it. But uh, she spoke to Hello about her own partner, property developer Gerard Cunningham. She said he's very caring, loving, and his cuddles are as important as mine. Ah, it's sweet, isn't it? So here's the, here's the Branston. They've launched an urgent probe, so they should. Somebody said it's, 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 it's horrible. It's horrible. They shifted 17 million, but insisted there had been fewer than 500 complaints. So what they want you to do, if you've got one of these rogue jars, because it, be, it could be all sorts of things, they, what, what they'll need to do is analyse it to find out what's in it. Because it, it might just be a batch. Somebody might have added something. You don't know. You've got no idea. But uh, you send it back to them, you know, and you want to know what's happening. The other day, I went to Waitrose and I bought my little bits and pieces and I uh, I gave her a £10 note. And it, what was it? £9 and 5 pence. So I gave her a £10 note, but she put in £20. So, and then she gave me 5p. So I sort of took, took the change and I, and I looked at it and I went, no, 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 no. No, she's supposed to give me 95p. So I went back and I said, you, you've rung in 20... I didn't give you £20, I gave you £10. So I thought then the, 10, the, the till would show £10 short. And um, there was no apology or anything like that. And I said, you gave me 5p. She also went, that's oh, 95. I said, yes. So, no, sorry, no, nothing at all like that. So I had to go to the front desk to say to the woman, you know, is is that OK? Has she done it properly? Because otherwise they're going to be going, your, your till's £10 light, because you put in 20 I made a mistake. And that was all I got. I made a mistake. And how? And how? Uh, the Spice Girls UK tour. Apparently, plans for a lucrative US tour have been thrown into chaos because they've turned down big money offers from promoters. They could have banked as much as £80 million. They've sold out... 13. My friend Paul's got tickets. He's so excited. But uh, they're now considering a smaller run of shows, but are struggling to make a decision um, because they've all got families. So they did 47 shows on the last tour, which was hard going, resulted in South America, Australia, Asia and Africa being cancelled. They've got families who they all need to consider. They aren't single women who can drop everything and go. And at the moment, they're looking at the possibility of doing a few shows in July and August. So the kids will be on uh, on school time. But uh, they still uh, and they don't upset anybody. Well, you know, if the tickets are selling out that fast, but what are, what are they going to sing? Are they going to sing all the usual hits? Would that would that be it? Or are they going to come up with something something new? Because I, I don't think they've got enough time to start having hit singles. I did hear a couple of their things, a couple of their new ones. I thought they sounded really good. Really good. Uh, Mark Wright gave Michelle Keegan a taste of life as a US A-lister in Los Angeles by taking her to a party that Drake was throwing in Hollywood Club Delilah. They arrived at one twenty and left at 4. Riveting. How boring was that? God in heaven. And Ed Sheeran, still on his Divide World Tour, but new music is in the pipeline. 
This is the man who, what, what did they say he was making? It was something phenomenal. He made 39 million last year. 39 million. That's like winning the lottery every day. And Zayn Malik, you know, four years since he quit One, one Direction. But he's uh, finally, they say, returning to the stage. You see, I don't, I don't think he'll be able to do it because he suffers from anxiety. And uh, he says, I can't wait to get on stage. Man's got tunes that bang for days. This is how they talk in the, in the rock and roll business. But uh, as I say, I, I, you know, I wonder if he's going to be, you know, put, what sort of people are going to go and want to see him? He's not been on stage for ages and ages. Uh, did you know, says Mark, in passing, just for interest, did you know that in 2017, there were just under half a million children born in the UK and not one was registered with the name Ian? Yes, they were. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. I could tell you now, 630, because I checked it out, 637 people were registered with the name Ian. It's a very popular name. Uh, Bisto Gravy Original has changed. Has been changed. Not the same, says Seb. Oh, I used to like that, actually. And Susan in Windlesham says, on your recommendation, my daughter and I went to see the final performance of 42nd Street. What a show. I told you. What a show. I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss the cast. I'm going to miss everything about it. It's lovely. They might do a touring version. Uh, and Eddie says, I'm going to Amsterdam at the weekend. Never been, have you? Yes. Look out for the dikes. You'll see a lot of, uh, a lot of dikes over there and Edam cheese and uh, windmills, lots of windmills and more dikes and bic- oh, bicycles everywhere. Bicycles. They're a bicycle mad city, which is, uh, which is very healthy. And, uh, and they also have... Um, pornography, and they have girls sitting in windows, and uh, and you, lots and lots. Of, for some reason, they're selling more red light bulbs over there, and also fluorescent, fluorescent tubes. A lot of people want to sit under a fluorescent tube. I'm assuming it was a tanning salon or something like that. And uh, they have McDonald's, and they have tulips, and yet more dykes. But uh, you know, so you can go. Actually, to be honest with you, I quite like. You've got Anne Frank's house which is a bit of sanity and all the madness over there. And they've got cafes where you can smoke, smoke sploffs as well. You can, uh, you can go there and apparently do it legally. You can sort of sit there watching the table melting, which is very, very exciting. I went there years ago. Dale and I went. We went for, for a night out in Amsterdam. Within two minutes, we were offered drugs on the streets. We declined them, of course, because we already had our own aspirin with us. And, uh, and then we, we stayed in Rotterdam. And we got picked up by this taxi driver who wanted to take us to his home, so he did, and his wife made us a cup of tea. We were looking for the girls in the windows, as you can imagine, and we ended up talking to this bloke's wife over a kitchen table. She hardly spoke any English. We didn't speak any Dutch. And it was another ex- peculiar experience, honestly. We had the most odd thing. We had the same in Cannes. We went to stay in Cannes. Within seconds of parking the car, somebody offered us drugs on the croisette. Absolutely unbelievable. You're listening to a podcast from LBC. Nick Ferrari with you at seven o'clock this morning for breakfast. He will bring you an LBC exclusive on how the pharmaceutical industry is preparing for a no-deal Brexit. He'll cross live to the inside of a medicine factory for the full details. He'll also bring you the latest on the government's 10-year plan for the NHS and the one-year-old girl who was stolen along with her father's car last night. Plus, for the first time in 2019, senior Tory MP Jacob Rees-Mogg We'll be in the studio with Nick to take your calls. Nick Ferrari at breakfast this morning from seven on LBC. Uh, Former Pussycat doll Nicole Scherzinger uh, is not a fan of TV despite two stints as an X Factor judge. And then they sort of dropped her, didn't they? I've often wondered. I mean, they were Pussycat dolls 
And that was it. I don't think they really sort of... It's like Cheryl. They're, they're, they're trying to find something, the poor Cheryl Tweedy. Uh, but in fact, there's not really anything she can do. Her singing career has collapsed and her presentational skills are not particularly brilliant. Although, actually, somebody saw Jeff Brazier presenting on a sport channel and said he was dreadful. But there again, you see, you can be a fan of something and not and not sort of be any any good at actually commentating. I could never do commentating on on football programmes or, or football game because I don't know how they do it. Do they sit there with a list of, that's number 23, 23, 23. Oh, that'll be Bergkamp or whatever. Is that how they do it? Because otherwise, how would you know these people? I wouldn't know who any of these people were. I'm not sure even I could bluff. And he's kicked the ball and uh, it's gone in the net. You know, I don't know how they get I've heard some people. I mean, they're very clever. They get very, very excited. I would never get as excited. It's, it's difficult, isn't it? I would, th- I would think that would be the most difficult thing. But it's funny because out of all the, all the art forms to do with sort of commentating and stuff like that, if you're going to do football, you have to know a lot about football. It's one of those rare things that you'll end up talking about it because all the people who work on sports channels are obviously sport fanatics. You know. Holly s- says, I put £80 into an account in a building society in Victoria. It was Valentine's Day. The teller had just received a bouquet of flowers. She was over the moon at 7.30 that night. I noticed that my account book had only been credited by £20. I phoned the branch immediately. They were still over there trying to work out why they were £60 over. That ruined her Valentine's Day. Would you remember I had a machine, Barclays, and I tried to get the money back out of the machine. It only put it, and then it took it back inside again. And I went in there to say I haven't got my money, but the bank was closed at the time, so I had to go back in the next day. It took weeks to get it back. He said, he said, we knew we were over. He said, because it tells you on a little printout how much money has, uh, has been asked for and how much it paid out. He said, and it was, it was 120 pounds. It took ages to get it back. I was fuming. I thought you'd just go into the bank and they'll open up the machine and, and give it to you then. Uh, 84850. Julian says, thank you for ruining my birthday yesterday. Woke up in a fantastic mood with my two daughters, only to hear you say the 6th of January is the most likely day to die. Wonderful. I know. We thought we'd cheer you up. You know, makes you feel as though you sort of better get an extra bit of stuff done in. Uh, I'm starting a, a new job today, says uh, Amy, at, uh, at an agency, rather nervous. Any advice when starting a new job? Say yes to everything. Say yes to everything. Absolutely. That's always been my advice. You know, if somebody says, can you do this? You don't get, oh, they can do that. Say yes to everything. Seriously. It's like being an actor. You know, can you ride a horse? Yep, absolutely. You might never have been on one before, but that's what you have to do. A lot of companies have changed recipes to get over the sugar tax. Blame Jamie Oliver, says Dan. Oh, I never blame Jamie Oliver for anything. IRN Brew, Lucasade as a diabetic. It's a nightmare. I would have thought it was actually good if they're actually sort of cutting out sugar and things. But I don't want my Branston pickle to taste, uh, to taste uh, strange. Not nice at all. Uh, two SAS soldiers... Injured by an ISIS heat-seeking missile being secretly treated in a hospital abroad ahead of being flown back to Britain. Uh, Gordon Ramsay's wife, looking very happy in the paper today. First time since announcing her pregnancy. I think this is going to be the year of kids. I think there's going to be kids all over the place. Bigger the families, the better. They said the other day, and uh, we did it first. I said, if you've got more than five, you're on a winner. And there's that lovely couple who've got 21 21 children, and she's just got pregnant again. <laughs> just when she says, oh, I don't think I'll have any more children, ta-da, out pops another one. Some people are just like machines, and I think she was definitely like a machine. Uh, Health Secretary Matt Hancock insisted he was confident that medical supplies will not be blocked if the UK quits the EU without a Brexit deal. 
Yes, it's people worrying about, you know, where you get your insulin from if you're diabetic or certain sorts of uh, medicines. So if they've given us that, mind you, Nick Ferrari will do this this morning, this new pharmaceutical industry thing, and so go inside a factory. There's also this amazing story which popped up yesterday. The millionaire who discovered that the three boys he'd raised as a devoted father were not his own. He's going to write a book in a bid to identify the real father. He got the bombshell news two years ago. He launched a legal bid to claw back some of the £4 million divorce settlement his ex-wife uh, received. She's since been ordered to pay him 250000 uh, following a legal case that allowed her to keep the identity uh, of the real father a secret. So, uh, you know, he, he brought these, these children up, believing them to be his, and of course they weren't his. They, they were somebody else's. So he's... Uh, he wants his, uh, his money back. He wants his money back to pay £4 million. Outrageous. He says, I'm just a guy who was there when they were being brought up. But then she, she poo-pooed the science. And they went, I don't think so. Uh, Noel Edmonds denied rumours that he's moving to New Zealand. He was said to be crushed. He was reportedly selling his mansion in Gloucestershire. It's a nice one, actually. Very nice indeed. And he posted a clip blasting, uh, blasting disgusting lies. Shaking with anger, he responded to the malicious story. He said, I had a fabulous time. The spokesman said he always had a plan to live part of the year in New Zealand. So what he's done is he'll, he'll sell the house here, buy a house over there, and just use it as a holiday place, like people go to Florida. You know, like people go and live in France. Good Lord. Uh, the holidays are over, so prepare for Divorce Day. Today has been dubbed Divorce Day. by Every day has got a name now. Have you noticed? Every day has got a name. I find it absolutely amazing. Uh, also horrific if the film about the killing of our boy James Bulger wins an Oscar. This is the family of, uh, of Jamie Bulger. Uh, horrified that they've made a film about it. Absolutely horrified. Uh, 21 ways to feel 10 years younger and look it too. And it's by Fiona Phillips. And uh, she's 58. And so what she's uh, done in this guide to define the years from your 50s onwards and... It's, there's all sorts of things, like don't accept memory loss as an inevitable part of ageing. Quit smoking. Smoking, very good to quit. Very good. Go to bed earlier. Any sort of sleep deprivation, even losing an hour a night, can hamper memory. Keep friends close. Uh, having depression can double your risk of developing dementia. If you're suffering from a low mood that's affecting your life, don't just ignore it. Speak to the GP. Uh, mental workouts are very good Re rediscover your inner child don't talk yourself old stop using phrases such as I feel ancient or when you get to my age I, don't, I can't remember if I've ever used that I might have used that myself and here they are, express readers telling Alex Lloyd about their ageing household appliances everybody's got them oh I had this one back in you know the year dot and there's a lady called Jill Fleetwood from Nottingham She's got a hand blender, a slow cooker, a juicer and other items uh, from the 1950s and 60s. So it's very good. Brian Morley has got a, a Hoover Junior vacuum cleaner. Psh, George Thorpe has got a Bush radio. How lovely. I, I used to have a valve radio. It was lovely. It warmed up. It actually warmed up. Uh, Cara Sandy still watches her 46-year-old television. It's round. It's a round television. I remember these. I had one in orange years and years and years ago. Uh, Barry from Yorkshire, Black & Decker Electric Drill. And Michael has got a Kenwood mixer, which they bought. Uh, he's 86. They bought it in 1958. My mother had a, had a Kenwood chef and, uh, and it had everything. She used it all the time. 
If you were if you were home economising, baking cakes, doing all sorts of things, that's what you would use. You would use your Kenwood Chef. It was a very expensive mixer, and you could buy all sorts of attachments. But uh, it certainly cooked up a cooked up a treat for us. Uh, one of last uh, Dunkirk heroes died aged ninety eight. Arthur Taylor, Arthur Taylor, one of the three hundred and thirty thousand stranded men rescued from the beaches of the French town uh, after spending nearly two days being shot at and shelled by the Germans. He was a radio operator for the RAF. He witnessed comrades standing next to him cut down by fire from Nazi planes and dive-bombing attacks. He epitomised the Dunkirk spirit to rejoin the war effort and played his part in the crucial Battle of Britain three months later. So uh, he leaves uh, Vera, his wife, six children... 13 grandchildren and 12 great-grandchildren. And a special ensign of St George that only the Dunkirk little ships are allowed to fly will be draped over his coffin. 98. More and more people living to these fantastic, fantastic years, aren't they now? Uh, here's a picture of uh, the uh, the dreary Beckhams. You know, everything a publicity shot. Everything a publicity shot. Here's dreary Brooklyn. Here's dreary Brooklyn with his dreary girlfriend who looks very much like dreary... Victoria Beckham, that's what the papers are all saying. And then there's a kiss, but not even on the lips for the wife. Oh, dear. Doesn't look so good, does it, really? Uh, they found a baby seal in a... How do they find baby seals in gardens? I mean, this one here is, um, is three weeks old. He was four miles from the sea. Well, he can't have walked it, surely. They think he travelled up a drainage ditch. But uh, he's still very thin. He's eating on his own, and then they'll, they'll release... Four miles from the water. That's unbelievable, isn't it? Four, oh, look, a whole page on fun ways to get fit in 2019. Oh, I don't want to hear about that. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> Ready for your exercise? OK, lift up the phone, move it and answer it, and then put it down again. OK, more exercise this time next week. You're listening to a podcast from LBC. Morning, everybody. Ten to seven. Ten to seven. That's just in case, just in case you're going to get a train or a bus or something. You need to get there. OK, quick, quick, quick. Close on. Out. Stuart Manning says, I've got a shoe cleaning box. It was my father's. I've got very shiny shoes. You see, we used to have one and you could put your foot on the top of it. It was a wooden box and it kept everything in it. We talk about, you know, shoe clean. Whoever actually cleans shoes nowadays. Does anybody actually put polish on with a, a polishing brush? And then, then no, it turns out not really. Uh, Will Guyatt says Costco Christmas cards are great. People always comment on them. I know, I'm going to bring them in so the producer's mother can have them. Also clears up a bit of space that I need. So uh, not, not that they are, you know, that big. Uh, Charlotte went to Wentworth Woodhouse for the first time this weekend, even though I've lived in Sheffield for five years on your recommendation. Fantastic tour from a former student. Oh, dear, honestly, makes my heart weep that, uh, you know, I mean, I'm hoping it's been saved now for the nation. And so that we can enjoy Wentworth Woodhouse. If you don't know anything about it, then go on onto Google and put Wentworth Woodhouse in there and have a look at all the pictures of this fantastic house. I mean, it's just really absolutely gorgeous. Uh, Joy says, I still use a tray I've had since 1968. It was a free gift with something else I bought. Aha. Uh -huh. And Mary says, I have a 30-year-old black plastic boom box. I've sadly had to unplug it due to lack of sockets. I just got one of those Amazon round things instead. Much easier to dust. Exercise, Stephen says. Humbug. Except for Pooh's workout book. It's brilliant. My favourite is Pooh Sticks. Oh, yes, we love Pooh Sticks. And Bunny says, all decorations down, but four sets of lights still up. They will remain all year round. Uh, well, inside the door, 20 plus C plus M plus B plus 90. Oh, I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, other initials sound for the three kings. Come on, Steve, their names. 
Oh, no, we did the, the Three Kings names the other day, actually. It, it turned out not to be the ones I thought it was. But, uh, so, listen, I think you could leave, leave your decorations up as long as you want. It said, there's no, there's no hard... It's supposed to be bad luck. But the Queen leaves hers till February, and she seems to have done all right. Tom in Ramsgate says, The 100-odd lorries today being used at Kent's Manston Airfield to sample a taste of Brexit. No deal is a complete waste of time. If we have a no-deal Brexit, there'll be thousands of lorries backing up. It's a totally pointless exercise, as the numbers will not anywhere near be as realistic in the real deal in March. I have to travel past this airfield in Kent every day, and I'm dreading it as the roads will struggle massively. I'm sure you'll be contributing to LBC a little bit later on today, then, when they start talking about it. Front pages, the express secrets to living the healthy, happy life. The ultimate guide. Outcry at new plot to sabotage Brexit. NHS mission to save 500,000 more lives. Benefits range from improved maternity care, life-changing stroke therapy, and extra support for the elderly. Uh, The Prime Minister has promised an extra £20.5 billion. Uh, Wayne Rooney arrested on drunkenness charges. Actually, it looks like he's lost a bit of weight on the uh, the front pages of the newspapers for today. Uh, outspoken Felicity Kendall says, Stalkers, I've had a few. It goes with the territory of being an actress. She's probably right, actually. And home sellers make £88,000 profit despite a slowdown in the market. Uh, Cowell scuppers Anton Deck's screen reunion. And... Uh, it's interesting. Uh, you have to read the story. It's too too long for me to read now. But it, it's basically saying because of something he's doing, it looks likely that they might not get to be doing what they want to do. Uh, the Sun, it's Boozy Roo, nicked in America. 500,000 in NHS life save. And Britain's new talent show, The Greatest Dancer, branded a bit of a swizz with just 14 minutes of dancing in 70 minutes. Doesn't seem very good value, does it, at all? Uh, this morning... It's uh, Harry Redknapp who's going to be on this morning and he's going to be having his roly-poly pudding made by Phil Vickery, which is very nice. We know that because he told us earlier on, so I'm, I'm not breaking any, any sort of confidence at all. Uh, Rooney arrested in US for drink fueled tirades, say the Daily Mail, also the new Fast 800 Diet, irresistible recipes and brilliant tips from Dr Michael Mosley, a four-page pull-up, because it's the new year and every year they do exactly the same. Every year they'll find another person to do a, a diet and every year, you know, people write and say, oh, I lost loads of weight and it's all very exciting. Because that's what people want to do, isn't it? After you've indulged over the festive season, the Daily Star, free Slimming World magazine today, uh, the old one, too many, bleary-eyed Wayne Rooney. They always take people's mugshots, don't they? But it was only 25 quid fine. I don't think that's particularly, you know. So he had tablets that were mixed with uh, with alcohol. Never a good combination. Uh, Fiona Phillips, front page of the Mirror. My 21 ways to look and feel 10 years younger. Yeah, all in favour of that one. And another picture of Wayne Rooney. Rooney, US booze shame. Held by cops for being intoxicated at the airport. It was intoxication and swearing. Swearing's obviously a bit of a no-no in, in America, I suspect. Front page of the Times. One in four Christmas presents bought online. It's returned. One in four Christmas presents bought online is returned. What why that is. Although Darren was telling us that he, he took back something as well. Also, millionaire rip-off drugs businessman given OBE. This is a multi-millionaire businessman whose company's drug prices have uh, cost the NHS £50 million, was given an OBE in the, uh, in the New Year's Honours list. Wow. This is a man called Vijay Patel, who set up a company that exploited a loophole in health service rules to increase the price of old medicines, for which it was the sole supplier, by up to 2,500%. 
Well, that comes down to Downing Street, doesn't it? Uh, NHS faces billion-pound budget hold despite cash boost. Well, we know where it's going, isn't it? Uh, Robert De Niro on Donald Trump. He's a racist, a buffoon, a con man and a dirty player. Well, there you go. That'll excite everybody in The Guardian today. Uh, Plus, May pleads for EU to give ground and rescue Brexit. Also, a fat lot of good is the keto diet. Not another blooming diet, honestly. How many more diets are there? Joe Wicks in the Daily Telegraph, the body coach. They always have to give himself a name, don't they? The juice meister, you know, the asparagus looking. But Joe Wicks is the body coach on fitness fatherhood and going vegetarian. (gasps) Not sure I can live with things like that. The gene test for every child with cancer is the story on the Telegraph this morning. Better diagnosis and personalised care at the heart of the NHS plan to save half a million lives. And Olivia Coleman and Emma Stone are the picture today, both nominated for top awards last night. Trump refuses to back down on wall money. This is the £5.6 he needs to build his wall. The largest fish on the planet, the whale shark, is under threat from plastic pollution off one of Britain's most remote island possessions. The tiny volcanic island of St Helena in the South Atlantic is plagued by plastic rubbish that wanders in. It could prove deadly for whale sharks, who presumably just have to open their mouths hugely. I think whale sharks do, and then they just sort of hoover everything up. And, of course, if they're hoovering up plastic, not particularly good. They can, I don't think they, they can just sort of get rid of stuff like that. Uh, also on the front page, suspect. Charge over train stabbing and special forces troops wounded in ISIL attack. And how Brian May took his music to the stars. It's all there in the papers for you this morning. I think we've just about... I think we covered everything, actually. The greatest dancer branded as Swiss. The Branston, as I say, if it tastes odd, it might do. Then take it straight back or send it back to them. Because uh, they'll offer you, I'm hoping, a full refund and some compensation. God knows what it, uh, what, what, what it was that's in there. Uh, also, um, the household appliances, travel warnings over the strong winds, the gardeners talking to plants, which is OK. I don't mind people talking to plants. Uh, the last Dunkirk hero, one of them, dies age 98. Can you speak horse? We didn't find anybody on that one at all. And May in Brexit blast as Tory rebels. Add to that list Frank Bruno blasting the racist trolls online. And the GC nearly tumbles over on her first night on the ice. Well, in fact, she did. She fell over. But then, of course, you would expect her to, wouldn't you? It's slippery ice. Just thought I'd point that out to some people who maybe don't know it. And Fleur East is going to join this morning as a fitness presenter. Obviously, let's not bother with the musical career. It's, it's a bit like Cheryl. You need to be a job as a presenter now, I suppose. Makes it much, much easier. And that, as they say in the business, is just about it for this morning. I'll be back with you tomorrow morning, but I will be seeing uh, about 400 of you this evening at the Leicester Square Theatre. So uh, we'll have a nice, uh, nice little time there. Eat first, don't take lots of bags, and it will be absolutely perfect. Because I haven't seen it either. I've only seen the pictures online, so I can't wait to see you know, what, it, what it looks like inside. So we'll see you there at 7 o'clock this evening, and then back again tomorrow morning at the, uh, at the usual time. Uh, before I go, let you know what's coming up on the free podcast. On the little bit extra, the GC's debut on dancing. Beckham's latest day out with their photogra- photographer. Plus uh, some of the Hollywood stars who dominated, and the British, the Golden Globes over in Hollywood. By downloading the brand new app, you can hear LBC wherever you are. Listen back to this and all the other programmes from the last week for free. Download the LBC app for iPhone or Android at 10 o'clock this morning. It's Dave O'Brien, but right now, Nick Ferrari at breakfast. If you enjoyed this podcast, listen to Steve Allen live from 4am Monday to Friday and Sunday from 5am.